0: Uh, okay, yeah. Ready when you are, big dog.
1: Right. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 155 of Toy totally Talking Sports, and the Texas Rangers are officially World Series champions.
0: Congrats, Chad. You uh, deserve it.
1: We're obviously going to touch upon some of the games in a little bit, but I felt like I had to start off with that because it is uh, I didn't, the biggest news round. Right I didn't now. even put in the Twitch thing. It's, uh, I will
0: put in the podcast But it's, thing, it's
1: yeah, it's the biggest, biggest thing that happened this week.
0: Biggest sports thing that happened this week.
1: Uh, so, yeah, we'll obviously touch upon that in a little bit. Uh, no Kyle this week. Um, couldn't make it, uh, but it's all right. Tim and I hold it down uh shouldn't be too long an episode the games this week as far as uh football goes not great not a lot Lot of ass yeah a lot of turds a lot of ass um you know the games that were good were between like some bad teams yeah so you know you know we'll talk about some of them uh and then uh we got checking on bets because i lost a lot of money last week and i made more even more bets this week and we're also going to be looking ahead at the rest of the season. Because
0: we, we, we have some like half-season bets. Yeah, we have
1: some mid-season bets we're checking in on. And because it's the middle of the season, I figured it would be a decent time to uh, take a look at kind of the lay of the land as far as the NFL goes, make some predictions for the rest of the season, uh, as well as uh, I have a college football playoff uh, parlay, just four teams uh, to make the playoff. It is my my four. Um, I just didn't it a, you know little $20 parlay. Yeah, it is fair. <laughs> it's probably not going to hit, so who cares? Uh, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I have a bold strategy this week as far as the rest of my bets go. I'm
0: excited to hear what the bold strategy is, strategy.
1: I mean, it's not really like a strategy. It's just more bets. <laughs> strategy. <laughs> my strategy is I bet my strategy is I bet on every single game. I don't think it's going to work. We'll see. We'll see, right? If, if I we, don't yeah. know. We you don't know. know. Well, I, I probably won't because I lose all my money in real life. You know? Right. So I, I figure now it's just go, go hard in the paint with fake money to make up for the fact that I'm no longer betting real money because I, I can't.
0: I somewhat adopted a new strategy, but like I couldn't like fully commit to it. Yeah. Um, it's the can't lose parlay. Money lines, money lines. But I couldn't yeah. commit to... Also, couldn't find four money lines that i loved
1: yeah no that's fair you know
0: what i mean like i couldn't find four that i just absolutely loved
1: but I, tr- anyway. I tried it last week i think i won one of those games yeah well no like you I did really
0: you did bad yeah i did bad you did bad yeah i didn't
1: we'll talk about it. we'll talk about picks we'll talk about all that stuff uh yeah Timmy, a bit, timmy's
0: a little, back everyone
1: yeah a little bit of uh you know timmy's back a little bit of basketball <laughs> talk about uh a little bit of fighting nothing crazy uh, and yeah, that's really about it. So uh, before we get into anything, though, Timmy, how have you been? You had a fun weekend.
0: Yeah, super fun weekend. Uh, me and Jesse and then Ryan like uh, kind of tailgated us all the way up to Washington. Um, tailgating as in just driving behind us, not the drinking part. Uh, but he drove up <laughs> <I> behind us. Just... <laughs> make that clear. Uh, I
1: hope maybe he was. At the same time, dude, who knows?
0: I hope he wasn't. Uh, either way, he was safe, so that's all that matters. Um... But we drove up to Paulsville, Washington for our buddy Chris's and Meredith's wedding. Um, Drive up was, I mean, long, super fucking long. Uh, But the drive up was a lot of fun. We stopped in Lincoln City, Oregon. Uh, Our hotel was on the water, on the ocean, uh, which was super nice. We had a view of the ocean. Uh, That was cool. But we got in there at night, so it wasn't anything special. Got dinner at a brewery. And then... uh, started our drive up the next morning up to Paulsbo uh, we stopped at the Tillamook uh, Cheese Factory yeah in Tillamook, Oregon oh yeah we didn't stay there long because we just needed a bathroom break so we're like let's stop here Yeah. so we got a couple cheese samples hell yeah we went yeah. to
1: the bathroom place is- got some ice cream samples too I know
0: place was electric I could have spent a fucking full day there I could have spent a full. Day I've there. thought of making the trip. Just looking down at like, oh yeah, the cheese factory was yeah. just like me and Jesse were like, oh
1: my. God. And they have a cafeteria too. No, they
0: have a full on cafeteria. They have like, a gift like shop. They ball have everything.
1: Mac and cheese. The like air yeah. cheese.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I could have spent. I could have spent a whole day there for sure. Uh, so Tillamook, uh, big boomer to you early. Um, you guys are awesome. Uh, then we went up to Paul's Bow. Uh, did the rehearsal dinner, uh, which was a ton of fun, um, just getting to see all the boys again. And then did the wedding. Uh, wedding was a lot of fun until I don't remember, because uh, I got very blacked out. And I honestly got blacked out pretty, pretty early. We had to do like walkouts and stuff, and I was good during that. But once we sat down for dinner, and then you just lay a bottle of wine in front of me, all bets are off. Um, I got way too fucked up. I apologized to Chris and Meredith, said, hey, sorry if I made a scene, but I don't think I did, Yeah, because Jesse, like, next morning was just like, no, you were just like really fucked up, apparently Chad went and got her and was like, hey, you gotta get Timmy out of here, so I appreciate you, Chad, looking out, homie, um, get me out of there before I did something stupid, uh, but the stuff I do remember, I did have a lot of fun doing, hanging out with the boys. Hang out with Chris. Uh, Very happy for Chris and Meredith. Uh, They're gonna make a great married couple. Drive home, very long 12 hours. I bet. And I I think it was like, ended up being about 13 because we wanted to take a couple extra stops for bogey. Um, But yeah, I got in like at 10 at night or something like that. On Sunday. Yeah, Something Something like like that. And then, I feel like I still haven't caught up on sleep. Cause I got Four so days. drunk the two days of the wedding, you know, yeah. I got minimal sleep then, and then I can't sleep in a car, ever.
1: Damn. Unless I'm like fucked yeah, up,
0: right? Unless I'm unless I'm fucking gone, yeah. Or like just I don't know. I feel like dead tired. So right I this, told but... Je- kept on telling Jesse like, "Hey, you want to take an hour nap? Let me know, you know." But you. She was an absolute trooper, Big Boom and Jesse, she just drove the entire way. She doesn't like my driving, <laughs> so I was kind of just passenger princess, and uh, which is cool with me, uh, but other than that, trying to get back into the groove of things this week, I don't know, just, I feel like every single day I'm just like tired, um, for no reason, but uh, other than that, happy to be back, and uh, how are you? Been good?
1: Just been working, really. Most, more than anything, just been working. Um, watched some ball over the weekend. The shrimp's already dying, huh? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, just kind of hung out over the weekend. Uh, yeah, you guys are out of town. So I was, got to sit on the couch, have my laptop, had Superbox going. So I had, you know, Red Zone. I think I just had Red Zone on my laptop and then, like, a game on the TV, which was kind of redundant because I would just get the Red Zone update. Of you know a, a touchdown, and then I'd see it in the game, and I was like, "Well, you know, at least I know it was coming." Right. Uh, but still, still a good time. Uh, and then work's been fine; nothing crazy. Hasn't been as busy as, as we were expecting. So I'm sure tomorrow's gonna suck. Uh, I got audited today. Uh, went well. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to get audited, you know, once every year, and it's November. And so we've been talking about getting audited for about six months now, uh, and it's just been six months of like thinking it's going to happen and then now it's to the point where it's like it's it's probably going to happen like now because there's only like a month left uh but it went well so that's great uh no one got in trouble uh bonus you know yeah no one gets fired uh but yeah (laughs) we
0: enjoyed those yeah
1: yeah i couldn't handle someone else you know not working there we already have not enough people so uh i don't know man it's just been a pretty chill week though so uh i should Yeah. Uh, we'll kick it off. We don't got sports news this week. We do not have sports news. We did have Kyle. Kyle's, and, Kyle's was a little last minute this time on the cancellation. It was today. It was, it was today. It was about four hours ago, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like that's about when it was. Uh, yeah. No, it was about four hours ago. It was ago. exactly four hours ago. Dude, that was off the dome. Off the dome. I had no... Go- uh, so we're
0: gonna go ahead and get into main yeah, event. we're gonna
1: right into the main event. Uh, kick it off with baseball. Again, biggest thing that happened this week. Uh, so the Rangers walk away with a World Series win. First World Series ever for the franchise. Huge for them. So the 67 years they've been in the league. It was like 60-something. Something like that. Uh, and since we last recorded, um, there's been... We recorded on Tuesday, so there's been a lot of games. Rangers won. It was all the games. <laughs> it was all the whole series, right? Forgot about that. Rangers won Game 1, Electric Fashion 6-5. Dimebacks take game two, kind of embarrassing fashion, 9-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay, though. We bounce back. That was, uh... hmm. am I wrong who started that game? I am wrong. Never mind. Ignore me. Uh, yeah, so game two, not great. Uh, but the Rangers, they're a road team. So them getting, they only them, went on the them road. Them getting a game at home was like stealing home field. They only went on the road. Yeah, them, them getting a <laughs> game at home was stealing home field. You yeah. Know? It was like, you no, know, now we have home field. And it was like, well, you had it the whole time. It's like, but we're only going to win the away games. Right. So now, tied 1-1, going to Arizona for three games. Spoiler alert, Range won all three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 3-1 uh, for game three. Uh, great performance uh, pitching-wise from both sides. Um Obviously, uh, a two-run jack from Seager to start the game uh, was all they needed. Uh, but, again, pitching was fantastic to hold the Diamondbacks to one run. Next game, game four, uh, Rangers get out to a nice lead and kind of co- were able to coast. So the Diamondbacks put up seven, but it was because the Rangers already had, like, nine like, going into the ninth. No. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> they scored ten in the, in the first three innings. So you can you can stop playing after that. Feel like <laughs> so the game's over. Yeah, you, they just kind of you know just were able to chill after that. I'm not a fan of the loss for this game going to the pitcher for the Diamondbacks who pitched one inning and gave up one run.
2: I'm nah, sure, it's you a guy, leave one sure
1: guy that pitched in the eighth inning and gave up a run there. No, because but the way baseball works is like so that guy pitched
0: one one inning. How much did he let up? One hit, one earned run.
1: So it was one zero after the first. No, no, no. He he did not start. Oh no! Yeah, no. It's his fault though. Why is it his fault? The other pitchers gave up ten
0: runs. Because he let up the lead. So when when you let up the lead, your that pitcher assumes the loss. That's stupid.
1: I agree. I don't know if that's true. That he, that he was the one that was uh That he's the one that started
0: It might not be That's what I'm saying Like if they pulled the starter Put him in He'd he let pull, up like, a run A true run Where there's no runners on
1: I mean I guess maybe he did Maybe he did Yeah he must have started And went one and a third And they pulled him after He gave up one run I'm sure see, It's weird Because he gave up one walk One hit And they pulled him I didn't watch the whole game. Chad, I know you're going to be listening and think we're dumb. We are. (laughs) We're dumb. We we didn't watch the game either.
0: We Uh, don't know what's happening. All
1: the games started at like, you know, 4 o'clock. And it was the middle of the week. (sighs) And I I got off and it was the fourth inning. I didn't know what happened. Anyways, Rangers smoked the Diamondbacks, Super easy. And then game five was fucking beautiful. Because it was an electric game the entire way just a pitching showdown. Evaldi gave up a lot of hits and no runs. And I'm not saying like He didn't give up a lot of hits. You know, like, it wasn't like... But he had to get out of some jams. Yeah. He didn't have a clean inning, like a 1-2-3 inning, until, like, the sixth inning. Meanwhile, the Rangers were hitless through six. Um, So when you look at the scoreboard, and you're like, it's still 0-0. Zero, zero. That's really it was good like, for the it was Rangers. was,
0: like, five hits to
1: nothing. Yeah, and you're like, that's really good for the Rangers, actually. Like, they've been no hit through six and still tied. Will Levis is him. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, He's him. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, we get all the way to... Fucking... Where are we at? Uh, Seventh inning before we finally get a run. Uh, Mitch Garber, singles. Gets Corey Seager in. Evan Carter stops at third. I wanted him to go. There were no outs. Ooh, Skaronsky's out. Ooh, tough look. Uh, I wanted them to send uh, Evan Carter from, from second. But they didn't. He ended up scoring. It didn't make a difference. But uh, then we get to the ninth inning. Uh, again, the 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 bullpen for the Rangers finally had, like, and not finally, I shouldn't say finally, but, like, really stepped up in right. this game, right? I like, mean,
0: it was them stepping up. Evaldi goes
1: six, four hits, five walks. I thought Chapman was going to... Yes. Fuck this. Yeah. Up. Well, good thing they only gave him two outs. <laughs> they were like, nope, we're not giving. And, any and he jam. didn't like. He didn't do bad. He walked. He struck out the first. or got the first guy out. Walked the, the next batter, and then got the next out. And then they brought in Spores to come in. Uh, he comes in in the s- bottom of the seventh. Like two outs left in the seventh. Comes in, gets gets the last out of the inning. They go through the eighth. Does fantastic. Get to the ninth inning, top of the ninth. Uh, I don't know exactly how it all played out. But Jonah Heim, singles to center. Uh, oh, right. The, whoever the center fielder is, forget his name. He's going to be probably in China or something next year. Oh, That's, yeah. He yeah. you know, missed so, the ball. Yeah, Jonah Heim, singles to center. Routine play. Josh, Young, like usually, Josh Young was always going to score. I feel like
0: usually the center fielder... For the dime Ben Corbin Carroll.
1: It's uh obviously you were wrong. And Alec for th- Thomas. One for three on that chance. It's it Alec Thomas. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, Jonah Heim was a center. Josh Young was always gonna score on that. Nathaniel Lowe was on s- first, I think. And yeah, I think it- Yeah, because he scored on the error, so he wouldn't have been on second. I imagine he was on first. Um, I think the runner was on third, though, when Marcus Simeon hit it. Yeah, yeah. uh, Jonah Heim got to third on the hit. Okay. Uh, But I think Nathaniel Lowe was on first. Again, Chad, feel free. Texas, tell us. the word (laughs) idiots. I watched the game. I don't remember what happened. Uh, Either way. Who's on
0: first? Raffle. we don't know. No fucking idea. We dude. don't know, Raffle.
1: This is us talking baseball.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: so anyways, for the eighth time, Nathaniel Lowe able to score because of the fielding error by Alec Thomas, just whiffs on the on a grounder in center field, ball rolls right by him. Uh, Jonah Heim able to uh, put the burners on, get to third. You and I very emphatically thought that he was going to be Getting it inside the Parker didn't make any sense. Yeah, I, and, and again, I, I, we didn't. They didn't show the whole replay. I thought maybe he hit the single and just kind of like jogged to first. Cause Doesn't he, matter. He was yeah, I feel
0: like he could have.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and maybe he's a little slow. I mean, it's Jonah Heim. It's a catcher, so not right. not the wheelsiest guy. Uh, anyways, he gets a third, and then Marcus Simeon homers in the next at bat. No, like two at two bats later.
0: Yeah, It was like two outs. It was like really, yeah, it was leave two Jonah outs on on third.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, Marcus Simeon gets the homer, puts him up five, and then Spores is able to come in in the ninth. They don't even have to bring Leclerc in. Uh, Leclerc. Yep. You know, I, I believe in it to the guy that says the name. And I'm just going to say what he says. He's wrong. Yeah. So are the announcers. I agree. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I'm just saying what they say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Spores, Spores stays in. Uh, again, as a relief guy, he goes two and a third. Um, gets four strikeouts, gives up one hit. That's fantastic from a relief pitcher, especially when we've... And it hasn't been an issue in the postseason. Like, it hasn't. The Rangers haven't struggled in the postseason. Um, their toughest series was against the Astros, and that is fair for any team to have their toughest series against the Astros. And it wasn't like, oh, the bullpen comes in and fucks game after game. That no, it's not what was happening. But the fact that at the start of this season, and from rollover from last season, it was, it was all, all we thought about was how is the bullpen for the Rangers going to hold up? And obviously the moves they made. Especially in the playoffs. Yes. Obviously the moves they made, though, paid off tremendously. Chapman did fine, did exactly what he needed to, and sports comes in, gets a save. Uh, I mean, it's a save. It's a five-run save, you know. Saves save. A save. little generous. Saves, to save. Feels a little generous. Saves, to save. Uh, but he does go one, two, three in the uh, bottom of the ninth. Uh, I would imagine dejected Diamondbacks. And that strikeout was electric. At oh, end. yeah, no. The, it, was, it was like a curveball that hit like top right corner <laughs> of the strike zone. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, but regardless, it was a fantastic game. Great way for the Rangers to get their dub. Shout out to Bruce Bochy. Uh, I mean, the fact that he's the third manager... To take three different franchises to a World Series is mind blowing to me. There's been three? Yeah. Padres. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But I think that's the other franchise. It might be. Um, I only think I know that because I think I've heard Ryan say that before. Uh, but he's the third manager to do it, which is wild to me like in no other sport is it like a regular like that's like almost a regular occurrence (laughs) like like, if he's managing a team you guys have a chance yeah i'm like that's and then he switches teams like pretty decently off and it's his first year back (laughs) yeah uh you know bruce boshie the goat uh i don't even think that's really up for much debate um yeah that's our baseball talk chad we didn't do you proud i'm aware but we tried uh moving on to basketball uh College basketball is back on Monday, so that should be fun. Uh, I'm very excited for numerous reasons, M- just mostly for Duke though. Uh, so excited for that. Um, NBA wise, uh, nothing really standings wise. I mean, it's still super early. Teams have played like five ish games. Um, but the biggest thing that happened was the James Harden trade. Uh, James Harden gets traded to the Los Angeles Clippers, which is the team that was, you know, it was the only place he was going to go. Yeah.
0: And I, like, here's my whole thing with this trade, is James Harden, like, obviously just wants his ring, right? So he requests, gets traded, gets happy, I I agree, Uh, gets happy originally when he gets traded to the Sixers, and you got Joel Embiid, and...
1: Go through the list. He was happy when he got traded to the Rockets. He was happy when he got traded to the Nets. He's happy when he got traded to the Sixers. Now he's happy he gets traded to the Clippers.
0: But the thing is, like, James Harden is still looking for that team that is so built, but he's still the number one piece. And, like, he goes to the Clippers, and, like, dude, you're just not the number one piece. You're behind
1: two. He might be because the other guys can't stay healthy.
0: (laughs) No, I – that's my whole thing with the Clippers. I don't – Think that they're not healthy. I think they just like are fucking don't want to play during the regular season. I
1: think Kawhi doesn't. I think Paul George does. Okay, that's Kawhi fair. does not want to play in the regular season.
0: Kawhi's like now, just save me for the postseason. But let's look look at how well that's fair for them. It's never worked. It's never worked. Yeah. Uh, but NBA is dropping this new rule
1: where you have to play like a certain amount of games, right? Uh, is that next season? So no, I think so. The main thing is you. Have to play a certain number of games to be eligible for end-of-season awards, which a lot of guys don't care about at this stage in their career. If you're worried about load management, you don't care about winning an MVP. Like, MVP is for, like, guys entering their prime. Load management is for guys on the back end of their prime. Um, There's going to be maybe a little bit of crossover there, but for the most part, it's going to be your Lucas, your Embiids that are, like, striving for MVPs, and they're not worried about load management. Um, but the big thing is they're going to start finding teams uh, for for resting for, for resting like multiple stars, which is I and they, I like and it, they have, and they have definitions of like you have like people that were all stars or all NBA. I, in I the like last Certain many years. I so, like that. I love it because yeah, it's because it's, like
0: it, people don't like. We always talk about, from what I understand, the Sixers are going to have a lot of room to sign someone who will be looking at the trade line. Yes. Fair enough for the Cyber yeah, Sixers. And w- yes. And they, they will be...
1: We'll talk about the actual trade in a second.
0: Yeah. Be looking for that. My whole thing with that load management thing is... <clears throat> Sorry, ruffled completely threw me off. Sorry? What were we talking about? Load management.
1: You can't, you can't sit uh... multiple guys. Yeah.
0: So, like, we've talked about in the past of guys... And horror stories of people spending like the Messi story, where that guy went and spent like thousands of dollars to go see Messi. Obviously, Messi made it right. Yes, uh, but Messi's a goat. But like when you talk about like a fucking random ass Thursday game when you go to see the Lakers versus the Clippers, and you're hoping to see LeBron AD versus Kawhi, Kawhi PG, PG, and now James Harden, and you don't get to see four of the five. Yeah, you get to see one of them. Like, that's just not fair to anybody. And, like, I understand, like, it's a business. And so, like, teams have to be like, hey, we're trying to win a championship here. But also, the other side of it is, yes, it is a business. And you're selling tickets to see these guys play. Yep. Like, Kobe Bryant and, like, Shaq and... Penny Hardaway, Michael Jordan, all those old guys—they didn't do
1: a whole lot of load management. No, no one, no one <laughs> did load management. It's not like that. That's not a
0: thing. Load back management
1: then. is like a, in the last decade, but really in the last like five ish years. And I think it's just
0: I, I hate the load management argument because, like, the guys making the argument, like, are obviously like very new fans that didn't watch
1: like basketball yeah back or in the good, day or it's like people that like i get it's people that kobe are like Bryant, like, took like zero, days yeah. he Shaq, zero days off unless he was injured
0: check yeah, zero days off unless he was injured most larry bird zero days off unless he was injured all those guys like and even like <clears throat> the guys that weren't like perennial all-stars like fucking kobe bryant type penny hardaway freaking just name anyone they just load management wasn't a thing so i hate this whole thing With load management. Yeah, no,
1: it's really stupid. Again, it's it's I don't know. I don't even it's like I don't know if like the next generation is gonna keep going with it. But it's like the guys they are, are. It's like the guys that are on the tail end that are on their way out, like and LeBron doesn't even do it really that much. Like he does it occasionally, but like it's the guys like Kawhi that suffered really bad injuries earlier on in their career or had significant injuries like back-to-back seasons or multiple seasons in a row, but are still really good and just don't want to risk getting injured. And while to an extent I understand at the same time you look at those guys, you look at a Kawhi Leonard who like last season was like, oh, I'm going to you know, take care of my body during the regular season. We're going to be ready for the playoffs. Like As long as we're in the playoffs, we're going to make a run. And then he got hurt in the first round of the playoffs, and they got bounced early because his body wasn't used to going full speed all the time load management's fine occasionally if you're really overworking yourself but when you're doing it for the entirety of an 82 game season well then when you get to the playoffs your body's not in its regular shape it's like it's the same reason why in uh, the nfl you have to get guys going in preseason it's why you got to get the starters out there in the last like game or two or for the last like half of a game or for the first half of some games and get those guys out there because their bodies need to get used to the contact. They need to get used to the physicality. You can't just throw a guy in in the playoffs. You can't just start a guy in regular season and just be like, "Oh no, no, you're fine. Just go full speed." No, like, they're going to
0: get hurt. Again. I I completely love that that argument it was because guys like Kawhi Leonard, who only want to play during the playoffs, they're going to have a they always have a rude awakening. Yeah, well, yeah we've Kawhi seen this past like two years where <clears throat> teams like the Nuggets. And you have guys like Nikola Djokic, who does not take a day off, because it's like, hey, this is my fucking job. It is a job
1: to him, but he doesn't make this No, but
0: that's, I mean, it was a job, it's a job to him, I think it was a job to Kobe. Kobe was obviously a guy for basketball, I keep on going back to Kobe, but it's such an easy analogy. It's a pinnacle.
1: Kobe was... He was so great, and he did the work all the Well, time. yeah, and he, he saw it as a job, if but he, he loved if, his if, fucking job. If a guy that's that good did it, you don't have an excuse to not do it. No,
0: and you see these guys like, you know, and like, right before I went to the restroom, you mentioned LeBron, and you're right. LeBron doesn't, like, sit there and necessarily want to take days off. It's usually his front office that's like, hey, we want you to rest. And LeBron's he's like, so also
1: Fine. in his 20th season. Yeah, he's also... Like, like it's, it's th- very he, different. He's
0: also 38. Eight thirty-nine years old like yeah. i mean you look at a guy and he can still do it like lebron if he really Just watched, watched it, the games this season
1: he's still doing it
0: uh, i'll send you some notes about the rangers on instagram if you guys are going to talk about them all okay well, real quick let's backtrack uh i think chad must still be at work um and so he wants us to mention these um so chad this is for you <clears throat> real quick six notes Marcus Simeon played in all 179 games the Rangers mm. played this season.
1: Fuck it, that sat alone is booming. Yeah, no, and he—he he, that guy plays all the time. Like he's
0: missed like I—I—I I, I miss Marcus Simeon. I miss Corey Seager. The Rangers have adopted a lot of the Dodgers players, and I'm not necessarily happy about it. You but I Marcus Simeon. We did have Marcus Simeon. What? Yep. He also set an MLB record for most played appearances in a single season with 835. Big boom in the U, Marcus Simeon. Um, Nathan Avaldi, five wins this postseason. uh, Tied for most all-time in a single postseason.
1: Uh, Didn't know that. Marcus Simeon never played for you guys. Played for the A's. That was the
0: one. Uh, Okay, Chad can laugh at me there. Um, but either way, Nathan Navaldi five wins this postseason, tied for most all time in a single postseason. Nathan Navaldi, you were he's been amazing, dude. You were amazing, and, and he went and every single like World Series teams always. I feel like it's always gonna have like that one pitcher who's not like your your bona fide ace, right? Like we all knew like Nathan Navaldi was a good pitcher. Like it wasn't like a well, question. So yeah, we but only- like there there's always that one guy that just like. After the World Series, goes like,
1: damn, that guy was amazing. So, like, I would say, though, Evaldi's been that guy this season, but he wasn't supposed to be this level this season. It was supposed to be, like, So, okay, yeah, that's fair. Like, coming over the entire season? Yeah. Like, because Evaldi's been electric all season long, and it was not the expectation coming. The expectation was, like, yeah, he's going to be a really good rotation piece, and then you go and get Scherzer, and obviously the hope was for DeGrom to go, and you would be able to look at that rotation and go, oh, we have DeGrom and Scherzer and Evaldi, and one of those guys is our third best pitcher. Right. And then in reality, it ends up being, oh, Evaldi's the best, DeGrom is hurt, and Scherzer sucks. Scherzer, like... In the playoffs. Well, so... Here's, he was hurt. Here's I can't the, say he sucks. He's coming back
0: from an injury. They tried it. It didn't work. However, that that's just a testament of how much the Rangers' bullpen stepped up, because, like... When they stuck out with Scherzer there
1: in that, in that game and... It was like game two against the Astros? Yeah. And, and he gave up four through four? Right. Or so like, like five, oh, four okay. through three? Well,
0: no, and you were all upset about it. I kind of reeled you in and I said, hey, I think that they're just trying to get a feel of where Scherzer's at. I know. You know what I mean? Like it, That Still was a it. tactical decision, but when they started him in that World Series game and he got shelled pretty early, then it was clear like, hey, he's just not ready to pitch at this level right hold- now. You know what I mean? You're so sad. they just pulled him. But that's what I'm saying. I think that's a testament for to injuries. no, to the Rangers bullpen. Like well, you know, we talk about that. And like for them to come in, like in a couple of these games where like your ace or one of your aces, aka Scherzer, comes in, gets shelled pretty early, and then you have seven seven innings where you're trying to like filter in pitchers who aren't used to Throwing 50 pitches ever. No. So it's like, okay, this guy, we're going to let you throw 30. And then, you know, because I feel like, I don't know how it works in baseball, especially behind the fucking doors, right? But there's got to be like a pitch count for every pitcher where they have it noted. We're like, okay, this pitcher, we're going to, we're pretty much going to pull him after 30. The next guy after... 20 you know blah 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 Uh, those numbers can be obviously very off i could be very wrong but i think it's something to those lines anyway uh evan carter reached base safely in all 17 playoff games he also set an mlb record with nine doubles in a single postseason boomin Rangers, we've already talked about this. He
1: was in AAA until... Or he was in AA like two months ago.
0: That's crazy. Rangers went 11-0 and on the road this postseason. We've already talked about it. Uh, no team has ever won more than eight road games in a single postseason before this. Rangers have made... We've talked about this. Rangers have made history with this World Series. Um, Corey Seager is the first player in MLB history to win World Series MVP in both leagues. Um... I have him a little bit later, Uh, but yes, that is kind of the the gist of the boom. Corey Seager, I love him. Um, You can't not love him. Glad he went to my friend's team, the Rangers, instead of somebody else. But uh, Rangers left-handed pitcher Will Smith becomes first player in MLB history to win three consecutive World World Series championships with three different teams. I had no idea about that. Um, That's fucking booming. Good for him. (laughs) Uh, overall though Chad we are very happy for you you deserve like I texted happy. you you deserve it man you've been waiting a long time for one of your teams to ever win um, when I when my Rams won it a couple of years ago I got an in flood of texts saying that like I deserved it uh, so I hope you got the same I know Logan texted you I texted you, you I'm sure you definitely <laughs> yeah you definitely deserve it my
1: man so live it up um, you guys are gonna be good for a while, a while. now. Um, Especially, again, like we touched on, the bats aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, they might be fucking adding like an Otani, potentially. You know, they, they're Maybe. In the they're Maybe. in the mix. Maybe.
0: They are in the and mix. they you should can't. Be
1: getting the pitching back. DeGrom should be back. Sure, right. At full strength. Dane Dunning wasn't even pitching in the late, latter half of the playoffs, and that was one of their uh, better pitchers, starting pitchers throughout the regular season. I don't know if he got hurt. I'm assuming he did, because they wouldn't just not play him. The move for Jordan Montgomery at the trade deadline, we didn't really talk about it too much, and Jordan Montgomery came in and uh, I mean went 3-1 and one in his five starts, had yep. two quality starts. Uh, I would say this, though, real quick, Chad. Had a 2.9
0: ERA. My Rams won it. Obviously, we sold the house on it. You guys didn't, so you it's, guys. It's different in baseball. Yeah, but you guys, but
1: they didn't sell the house. You can still sell the house in any you, sport. You can, but right? they. The thing that is so great with the what the Rangers did is they were a, a franchise that had been down in the dumps, struggling for a while. Right. Not, well, what's like, so great about? Dumps,
0: but, I'm not trying to diminish you, Chatted whatsoever, but I would like to say, like, what's so great about baseball and basketball is that, like. Or baseball, just baseball. Is that like as long as your ownership is buying yeah, no salary? And you. I hope I hope that your ownership realizes this. And obviously I think you guys are gonna have multiple years to come where you guys are still very good, but I really hope that you guys don't just like diminish this by no. fucking getting rid of guys.
1: So I don't think they will. And this to me is exactly the blueprint for what like if you're gonna if you're gonna buy a, a, a baseball team or if you're gonna be new ownership, anything along those lines. You gotta be prepared to do this kind of thing. Invest. Well, yeah, no, like you, you
0: sp- like I always say, it spend money, make money. Yeah, you like, don't you, like you they gotta go out,
1: spend money to make money. They go out, they get Seager, they get <coughs> Simeon in the same uh, free. Well, they agency got Simeon cheap. Well, yeah, but they went and spent, they still spent money on it, right? It wasn't like actually like cheap. Like it's cheap for Simeon, but cheap for baseball. That's fair. Uh, but they go out and get uh, Seager, they get Simeon. They go and get uh, Degrom, right? They add Degrom, and then now in trades, right? They've added Montgomery, they've added D- uh, Dane Dunning, like or not Dane Dunning, um, Scherzer. You know, like they add these guys, and they drafted really well, guys like Evan Carter, guys like Josh Young. Like it's all these guys that you're just like, oh no! And they're contributing with rookies, and they still have no, and now and now and they, they're going to spend more money because now they, they the have series. the manager
0: to manage those guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's crazy. Like, and like I, for the longest
0: time in my life. <laughs> Like, I, like, head coaching has always been a thing, right, with any sport, and I've always thought like head coaching matters. But it wasn't until baseball until I realized how much actually like like managing I, actually matters because like you have a team like <clears throat> like the Dodgers this year, and I don't <clears throat> I don't hate Armand or anything like that, but you but you look at Bruce Bochy. <clears throat> And don't get me wrong, the Rangers roster's pretty set up. But you you gotta think, in my mind, like, what Bruce Bochy could have done with, like, the Dodgers roster. Yeah. And, like, obviously, like, I blame the Dodgers this season on our complete pitching staff and how much injuries and how much uh, half of them were beating their wives. Um, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, it was very diminished, um but still like yeah. i i just i always underestimate how much a manager actually matters uh matters and it makes me respect bruce bocce even more yeah. even though he was a former giants manager because for a long time i was like i don't fucking care for bruce Bochi. yeah don't give a shit about I that understand. guy fuck that guy he did it with the rangers and now i'm like you know what all right all right you got my respect my guy
1: yeah that's fair and that's uh you know I was one who never really watched baseball that that deep, never really watched it that much. And I was like, baseball I always looked at as this sport that I was like, I mean, what really is a manager's job? Like, before I really started watching it, I was like, if you're batting, see ball, hit ball. And if you're pitching, throw a ball so it doesn't get hit. And I was like, how – it's not that com- – like, the manager doesn't do anything. Right. They just put the right – they're like, you go – Don't let him hit it. You go up, hit the ball. And obviously it's not that simple. No fucking sport is that simple. That's how I looked at it. And then the last couple years of watching it, I'm like, oh, you know, there's obviously way more strategy that goes into it, way more game planning. Uh, The practice time in itself is, like, non-existent because they play so many games in such a short period of time. You don't have practice time. Like, and spring training is for getting some guys back warmed up getting back into the action, but you're not going out in spring training and, like, drilling guys. It's not like football where you get a mini camp and you're drilling guys with a playbook, you know? It's not like basketball where you get, you know, a day for practice in between games all the time. Like, it doesn't work that way. You have have a four-day stretch where you play four games and then you travel for a day and then you play three more against a different team in a different city. And, like, that's just how it plays out. You don't have time to practice. Like, it's about building camaraderie. It's about building chemistry, and then putting guys in the right situations to succeed. And yeah. that's what Bruce Bochy does so well. He'll pull guys when he when he needs to. Like, you and I sit there and we're like, why are you, why are you pulling Ronald Chapman after two outs? Like, he, he's got two outs. He walked a guy, but, like, he's doing fine. I know you're nursing just a one-run lead, but, like, he's not making many mistakes. And then in comes Spores, and he obviously is, like, perfect almost, in two and a third. And you're like, well... Okay, yeah, yeah, that was probably the right decision. Yeah, it was probably a a, a batter-pitcher matchup. Like, that's what it comes down to. Right. And I'll give Bruce Bochy all the credit in the world again. Like, it's way more complex than I mm. try <laughs> to think of it. Uh, and good on him for figuring it out and doing the most with this stacked roster. But there's other teams that had stacked rosters that didn't come nearly this close to a World Series. Mm. So... You have to give him a lot of the credit. No, no,
0: no. ton of credit. Uh, All right,
1: back to basketball. Back to basketball. So the actual trade, uh, in the actual trade, the Clippers get James Harden and P.J. Tucker, which is underrated. Underrated. Because P.J.
0: Tucker's is like one of those old vets that will just push just around defense. guys.
1: He plays He plays defense and rebounds. Yeah.
0: He doesn't give a shit about scoring. Like he does not in the um, slide. That's what I love about those some of those old vets. that's
1: just like no. Pj dude, we're, we're,
0: no like I'm just gonna beat the fuck out of you down yeah. low and I'm gonna get the rebound.
1: I'm telling you right now, if if Yama goes between the legs on uh, like Kawhi Leonard, Pj Tucker's throwing a right hook.
0: <laughs> like it's
1: not. It's like immediately. Just <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> it's hey, it's gonna hit him in the sternum. But it's, you know, he's gonna throw. He that can't shit. get up there. But uh, oh my god. But yeah, you need you need a P.J. Tucker on your roster. Uh, every team needs a guy like that, right? Like, it's why I loved Marcus Smart so much. Like, you just need a guy that is an, is going to do the dirty work, right? As much as I hate Patrick Beverly, he is going to do the dirty work. Pat Bev is not my favorite because he does the dirty work, and then it's also, like, an annoyance the entire time. Yeah. Like, okay, you can just do the dirty work without being, an ass, like, an ass the entire time. Um, but, I mean... And yeah, Ralph, he's unreliable on offense. That's understandable. He used to be a real specialist 3 and D guy. Now he's just a defensive specialist. And it makes more sense for a team like the Clippers where it's like he's going to come off the bench and just be asked to guard whoever, um, especially with uh, with like Kawhi already being an elite defender as well. Uh, but Tucker's going to make up for Harden's lack of defense. Uh, and then Harden, obviously, offensively, good for them. They get a draft pick. That's nothing. Um, and then the Sixers in return get Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, and Kenya Martin Jr. All four of those guys are small forwards. There's no way all four of those guys stay on this team. No. There's not a, not a chance. So, Ralph, I agree with you. You guys have cap space now. You got trade exceptions from dealing Harden and P.J. Tucker. You're going to move probably at least two of those four small forwards that you got in return, package that with a trade exception and go get probably another wing would be my guess. Like a better Max wing, right? I've heard floated for like a Siakam from uh, Toronto or like an Alex Caruso if you want a defender specialist um, or even like a DeMar DeRozan or a Zach Levine and you let Maxie run the point, uh, you know, kind of a deal. Any of that that could
0: work. (laughs) Some of these teams are getting too rich. Who's getting too rich? When you look at, like, okay, so trading for, like, DeRozan, right? I mean,
1: Bulls only have Ball and DeRozan. No, no. They have Zach Levine. Oh, Zach Levine. Alex Terusso, uh, who they paid. Uh, Demar DeRozan and Vujovic. Vucevic is is old-school big, but... Uh, so he wouldn't be good for, and he definitely wouldn't be a, a guy like the Sixers would be traded for. But I don't know. Sometimes the I, Bulls feel are like so, I feel
0: like like sometimes some of these teams get too rich, where they're just like able
1: to like just. Like, I don't know how the Bulls swung what they did, getting Levine and DeRozan and Vucevic, and then also signing Caruso, and having Lonzo Ball, who's not playing. So I think they get accepted they no, get, he, he, he's not gonna they ever get play. salary exceptions for that, but he's never gonna. Play. I get what you're saying. If Do you think em- he's ever going to play? I hope he does. I, 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 I would really like to see Lonzo Ball back on the court. I don't know if he ever will, but I really hope he does because the guy's electric to watch. Um. Anyways, as far as... Yeah, A Laker fans saying this? I Whatever. Mean, yeah, money is fake in L.A.
0: No, no, it doesn't matter when, you, when you've when defeated you just, AIDS. You guys just print
1: it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. The Lakers defeated AIDS. I mean, yeah. I would 100 and look at look at Magic now he's bought an MLB team he's MLS. bought an NFL team and he's part of owner of the commanders and MLS team though yeah and WNBA I mean that was like five bucks but you know that's <laughs> he's we gonna, should try to become 1% owners in a WNBA team I'm sure you'd find enough money in the couch to be one <laughs> it's, 1% it's gonna be a decent bit of money yeah, I'm sure we have enough saved up for the podcast, though.
0: No, I don't think so. I, I
1: would, I would venture a mm-hmm. guess that we do. There's no, one, there's a new, there's a new expansion team that just came uh, out in Golden State. Yeah, we yeah, can well, absolutely no. be my okay, okay.
0: okay. Can you okay? Can you find? I don't even know if a couple if hundred, hundred to bucks to buy into a, a team. Like we don't have like. I think you're underestimating. We do not have like thousands of
1: dollars. We have... no, I I know. I'm just saying. You know, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> You're being... Not that, they're not worth that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In any other business, if someone walked in and was like, we'll give you 1% of the team for this many you know, thousands of dollars, you go, your, your franchise isn't worth that much. Why would I give you that much money? You're valuing your team 50 times higher than what it's actually worth. No, I'm not giving you that much money. I will give you a 50 spot from my wallet for 1%. <laughs> uh, anyways... Yeah, the Sixers are definitely <laughs> going to package some of those guys. Get a get some kind of wing because they have Maxie, they have Embiid. I'd like to see more from Tobias Harris. I really love Tobias Harris. Like, I really think he can. He's getting old, I know, but he can still be that uh, reliable shooter. Kind of a score, you know, a score. He's not an off the dribble kind of guy, but like, uh, you know, maybe cut a few times here and there, sit in that corner, be the open shooter. Right, Max is going to draw a lot of attention because he's the young stud right there right now if you get another wing that's also that kind of guy
0: really balanced so far Tobias is a solid defender too Tobias is great uh Sixers give me another uh, wing though
1: give me another wing that's an even also another like really offensive threat like a Demar DeRozan and then you get a guy like Tobias Harris who's going to get open shots and Kelly Oubre
0: can go Ooh, look at my asshole Bray
1: yeah Yeah. god uh yeah, yeah. And uh, I wouldn't expect like too much contribution from Kelly Uri. Like like some, yes, but not like game-changing especially not in the playoffs. Uh my my issue with this trade as always. Oh, and, and the Sixers get a bunch of picks. They get a 2026 20, first rounder. Um, that is the least favorable between the Thunder, the Clippers and the and the Rockets. There's too many teams involved. Um they get a unprotected first from the Clippers in twenty twenty eight, which will probably be very high value because there's gonna be no Kawhi, no PG, no James Harden, um, unless they've rebuilt already. Um, and then a couple seconds, and then a first round pick swap from the Clippers in twenty twenty nine. So it's a lot of draft picks, um, and then some guys that are just pieces to move later on. It, it, for me, like the Sixers did the best of what they could. Like Harden was never gonna play there because he's a little bitch, and he just complains about every situation that he demands to be in, and then he gets in that situation and then he complains about the situation that he's in. No, I hate uh, it. And we'll have a bust about later, and I'll talk about what he said today that made me hate him even more. Uh, but, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work in LA. It's it's I don't see how it does. Like, sure, he can play with PG and, and Kawhi, then he's gonna play point, and like PG will maybe play the two, or they'll start like Terrence Mann at the two, or Terrence Mann at the one, I guess, and Harden at the two, but let Harden run the point. PG will play the three, Kawhi will play the four, Zubac will play the five, and like it makes sense on paper, but it's never gonna mesh because Kawhi is still gonna miss a shit ton of games. All right, I love, I love PG. Like I have a soft spot for PG because his game is so pure. Um, regardless of, like, you know, sometimes he dips in, in the playoffs and sometimes, uh, you know, he, he's had some injury issues in the past. But I like PG in his game. and He's just a solid guy. But you, Harden just never works in any locker room. He just, That's he, the issue. He's not a locker room guy. That's the issue. Like, he's, he's going to fuck up the locker room, I think, regardless. He's back with Russ. That's not going to work. <laughs> They're the same player still. Now Russ is going to have to go back to the bench and he's going to play the same role he was playing for the Lakers, where he like sucked. Him. And not. He was trash. Like, yeah. And so now he's going to be diminished, and you're going to have Harden, who's going to get. I feel like James Harden just wants to be in situations where he can pass the blame when they don't succeed. I feel like he wants to be in good situations, but also situations where he can pass the blame. He's like, he, he demanded this trade because he knew in Philly there's no way they can blame Embiid. He won the fucking MVP last year and balled out in the playoffs. They're not going to blame him. They're not going to blame him for poor performances. They're going to point to James Harden and go, you're playing with the MVP of the entire league. You need to be better. Now he's like, well, I'm playing with Kawhi and Paul George. Shit, Westbrook's still here. Like, why are you getting mad at me? Like, spread the blame. Like, that's what he does. He's a selfish guy. That's, That's really what it comes down to. So I don't see how this works. If you realistically think the Clippers have a shot, I think you're an idiot. This team did not get better, at least not good enough to contend against the the Nuggets, which is the benchmark. I still wouldn't pick the Clippers over even like the Warriors, who have got their chemistry figured out and are starting to play like they did two years ago, not last year, like Maybe not even the Suns, and I don't even like the Suns' chances because I don't love the structure of the team without a true point guard unless, like, Book can really adapt to a point guard role, Um and I yeah. haven't been paying close enough attention. So, I, like, the Clippers are still, like, fourth, fifth team to me in the West, Yeah, and you traded for Harden, and now it's, and, like, that's a rental because he's going to demand a trade in a year, you know? And it's not gonna work, and no one's gonna trade for him, because it's been this is his fifth team that it's not worked. And if imagine if James Harden would just not be an idiot and would just be like, Hey, I'm cool not being the number one guy. I'm cool with being an all-star, an all-NBA level player, a scoring champion.
0: Three times scoring champion. I'm just looking he
1: wouldn't have been a scoring champ in LKC, but yeah, like maybe he just like, hey, I'm just gonna score some points.
0: I don't even need you to
1: fucking pass it. Yeah, it's just like he never adapted to his role. He always has this he's always had this ego of like I need to be the guy. That's the reason we win championships. You're you're fucking, he's not. You're he's not talking about
0: Houston where you were the only guy, that was your chance. And
1: he won MVP and they and, they, he and, they, was, and scoring champion.
0: And they tried to build around you and, you and did he got mad every like time. It.
1: He demanded things, they would give him what he demanded and then he'd complain about getting what he demanded for. Right. Him. It makes no sense. He doesn't know ball. <laughs> really, no. He's really good at ball. He doesn't know ball though. He's no LeBron, right? he's no uh, Steph Curry like where it's like they have an uh, an understanding of the game and how uh, beyond closed doors and everything as well. Uh I think realistically to compete for a title you got to have a top 10 guy in the league, maybe top 15, and the Clippers don't have one. I not at this moment. Not at this moment. Like not this James Harden, not this Kawhi Leonard, not this Paul George. They're not top 15 guys anymore. And that's you can't win a championship that way. Especially when they can't stay healthy. So I don't wish the best of luck to the Clippers. I will actually wish decent luck to the Sixers. But I can't, because you you traded for Harden. How did you not see this coming? Like no. I don't I don't feel bad for you no, guys fuck either. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck everybody. Anybody who's ever gotten involved in James Harden deals, I don't feel any sympathy. Like no. after OKC to Houston, you should know don't trade for him. He's good and he will ruin your locker room and you won't win games. That's all it comes down to. And when he gets mad, he'll throw a tantrum and leave. Um yeah, Roffle, yeah, I know the quote was taken a bit out of context. It's still a, a quote that I'm going to point to <laughs> just to shit on him some more because him saying, like he shouldn't be putting himself in situations where he says shit like that at all. Um, anyways, that's really it for basketball. That was the biggest piece of news. Uh, fighting news. Only thing I have is there was the Francis Ngannou-Tyson Fury match on it Saturday. It was. Was a great match. Was, was a great boxing match. Uh. And Ngannou held his own. Ganu looked at him. Yes, dropped him in like the second or third round, uh, and was he looked every part of being a professional boxer. And I think people don't give him credit, and people that didn't give him credit because they're like, yeah, but he's fighting Tyson Fury, and it's like, but did did you actually watch his boxing in the UFC? It wasn't like he was just wildly throwing. He picked his spots. He knocked people the fuck out. Also, also when you knock down the world
0: heavyweight number one and, hold, and held your own till decision.
1: And he, and it was a shit decision. It, like, it was close, but it, I really but don't yeah. think Fury did enough with but, a knockdown. But he, he's
0: a world heavyweight number yeah. one. We know how that's gonna it's go. It's tough
1: with a knockdown, though. Right. Because knockdown's an automatic tank. Right.
0: And so anybody that's, like, trying to, like, diminish him is just...
1: dumb, Just an idiot. Yeah, I... I there's no... Because... I, there's nothing more you can, like, ask of him. Like, he went in, went toe-to-toe. He, he had Mike Tyson and as his he's, like, 38. Trainer.
0: Yeah, and he... Had, I mean, I know Tyson's old, too. Don't get me wrong. Tyson's, what, like, 39, 40? Uh, he's something know. like that. 35.
1: 35. Nagano is what? 37.
0: 37-year-old? 37, so 37 year
1: old. started boxing, like, six months ago. Like, really. Like, like just boxing. Like,
0: focused on boxing. Yeah. And knocked down the heavyweight, obviously lost the decision, uh, took his payday and ran, and, like, I hope he just runs, dude. Like, yeah,
1: don't come back. You don't need to. You don't <laughs> fucking need to. You don't need to. To. to prove anything in the boxing world. Like, you went toe-to-toe with the heavyweight champion in the world, arguably won, minimally probably could have been a draw with 10-8, uh, and then now you can go back to fighting in, uh, what, one or whatever it whatever is whatever championship is it is pf uh, pfl yeah pfl you can go pfl and make your millions and then retire in, in a couple of years and beat the shit out of some guys there for easy money and that's fine yeah Good, good for fucking you to thing do. to garner i i love that uh usman was there i love that izzy was there to walk out with him um i cannot stress how much i hate the theatrics of boxing i didn't watch it uh it's the the you know how much time was between the fight right before tyson fury like 30 minutes like an hour and a half to two hours what there was like a concert what they they had the walkouts take five minutes each. you gotta pay these fighters somehow it makes it so fucking i'm like walk to the goddamn (laughs) ring it's it's like a a 200 foot walk that's what makes us appreciate the ufc yeah because fucking homicide will run to the octagon
0: and the fight's going
1: yeah yeah i need that you know yeah come out to your walkout song that's great don't have a fucking concert in between they had like three different artists perform songs before in like in between the fight directly before the main event, it made no sense. And then when they're coming out, they have guys with them singing an entire song. So it's literally like a three to five minute walkout. They sit in a fucking throne, on and I'm like what? What do we have time for? This like why are we <laughs> doing this? Go fucking fight! <clears throat> like, I don't care about the extra shit. Um, either way, great for Francis Ngannou. I, I I hope the best for that guy because again, UFC fucked not fucked him. He got paid millions. Like he didn't get fucked. But they didn't value him. They didn't respect him. The UFC right. doesn't value or respect most fighters. All right. now so they don't. I'm glad. I'm glad for him. He's getting paid and he's having a good time and proving his worth. Uh, even though he didn't need to prove it to most UFC fighters or UFC fans uh, or fighters, uh, but to people that were going to question him, he, he proved him wrong. I think you can't really doubt that. So good for him. Uh, move on to hockey. Uh, just quick check in on standings. Again, we're super early into the season still. Um. Bruins still on top. eight zero and one through 9. Dude, gonna, we're going to lose in the first round again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to say it, but the other day we're I saw going to lose the first I round. And I you guys 7 one I wanted to text you and be like, dude, dude, come on, man. You got to lose. You got to start losing. <laughs> you <laughs> start have to. Start losing. It's
1: bad. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's a bad omen. We started six and zero, oh, lost in overtime, and then we've won our last two. Uh, and we gotta start losing. We really <laughs> we need gotta to. start losing. We have four points with two fewer games played than the team. Yeah, no, it's close. not great. It's not a great look. You gotta stop. Lo- like like, stop it's winning. a great look for right now, right? It's a great look, but it's a bad look when, it, when the games actually matter. It's yeah. a bad look. Yeah. Uh, so we have Bruins on you know, top if of the you're East in hockey
0: you do not want to
1: be good no not for this many games no who's in the last right now in the entire league no just like give me the bottom four teams in the entire league Senators uh, 4 and 5 okay Penguins 3 and 6 watch out for the Penguins Blackhawks 3 and 6 don't watch out for them they're stuck and San Jose Sharks 0 and 8 okay Oh, eight and 1 sorry I
0: submarine my team Watch out for the Penguins. Dude,
1: actually, no, watch out for the Oilers, 2-5-1. Oh, my God. Watch out for the Oilers. Watch out for the Wielders right now. And the Kraken, 3-5-2. Oh, my. I told you, give me the bottom five teams. Yeah, no, I, I went through the East, and then the West is real bad. I didn't realize. Like, the bottom of the Pacific is Oh eight and one 2-7-1, 2 Overall standings, bottom five. Bottom five by points. Sharks oh eight and one yeah. one point through nine games. Sharks are bad. Flames two seven and one five points. through Flames 10. were pretty decent last year. Watch out for them. Five points through ten games. Oilers two five and one five. points Absolutely through 8 games. watch out
0: for the Oilers. Yeah,
1: Blackhawks three six, three and six. Don't worry about them. Uh, Penguins three and six. Worry about them. Uh, Blues three four and one. Worry about them a little bit. Yeah, and then I mean that's that's four. That's six. Oh i okay, I give you four well, teams that, to worry about. That's four that you said to worry about. I give you four to worry about. If you want a fifth, it would be the next is the uh, the Kraken. You worry about them. So five. I give you five to worry about. Yeah, and it's I mean it's like five of the bottom seven. Worry about them. Yeah.
0: Worry about them. Yeah. The
1: rest of the I mean again we're super early. Abs look good though seven and two through nine. Golden Knights are nine zero oh, and one through ten. So the Golden Knights and the and the Bruins are, you know, the teams that are gonna lose in the first round
2: yeah
1: <laughs> all right uh moving on no golf yeah no golf i know there's some tournament john Rahm's not playing in but
0: no he uh okay little sports news he opted out of the tiger woods the rory jt
1: whatever the TGC, fuck the league I is think. yeah you opted out of it didn't really read into it because i don't care yeah i agree with you 100 percent. all right uh that wraps up for the main event. Uh, before we get into football talk, before we get into our college football games from last week, looking ahead to next week's games, and getting into NFL stuff, we're going to go over our bets. We've got a lot to go over. Um, <laughs> me and Logan are down bad. We wish Kyle was here. Dude, Kyle made the no only, bets.
0: He... Last week or this week?
1: Last week. Kyle made... No, he made a bet. Dude, fuck Kyle. He made like one, two, three, four, five, six bets. He hit all of them seven fuck that look, guy look as long
0: as he comes in last that's two years in a row Picks. and you have to go come up with the tattoo
1: we do and then we also need to shoot him with paintball. shoot him with a paintball yeah while he's getting the tattoo <clears throat> you come in last kyle you come in last two years in a row <laughs> tim and i have decided and i think the viewers agree yeah. You get a shot with a paintball gun while you're getting your tattoo.
0: Yeah, and it's all gonna be on live video. Because we've
1: delayed and that's maybe on us, but for wait, delaying on the actual tattoo. But uh, you know, if you take your fake money and, and buy some shit, uh veto us on some stuff. We'll go through the actual bets to kick that kicked it off. So uh college for me, um was not like great. Uh So uh, I took uh, Boston College over UConn by 13. That did not hit. I took NC State plus 10 against Clemson. They won outright, so I got my 20 back there. Took Florida plus 14.5 against Georgia. Georgia smoked them, so I lost 20 bucks there. I took the under in the USC-Cal game. That game went to, that game was like 43 to 42, so that overhit. Wrong about that. Colorado-UCLA took the over there. That game went very under, and Colorado sucks, so I lost 20 bucks there. I took Washington minus six and a half against Arizona State. Uh, I believe Arizona State won that game. Uh, or it was close. Either way, Washington State didn't cover. I lost another 20 bucks there. Uh, Oregon State, Arizona. Arizona beat Oregon State, I believe. Uh, so, tough luck there. Lost another 20 bucks. New Mexico versus UNR. Uh, UNR was favored by a point, and I thought that was a mistake. And it wasn't, because they beat the brakes off New Mexico? Not really, but they beat them by like multiple scores. And you can't do that. You can't get beat by multiple, multiple scores against a team that was literally ranked as the worst team in all of division one football. So New Mexico busted a century. UNLV got me some money back. They w they went, I took them plus nine against Fresno state and they covered like they should. Um, I lost 20 bucks on a college football parlay. Uh, and then we'll get into Tim's bets I talked about how much money I lost just on college. Yeah, yeah, uh, And then we get into Tim's bets. So, Timmy uh, kicked it off with the over in the Florida State-Wake game. That game went over, so you got 20 bucks there. Took Indiana plus 32. That was a gimme. 20 bucks there. So, that's 40. Yeah. And then you took the over Texas-BYU. That game did not go over.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, 20. So yeah. And then you took the over in the Oregon-Utah game. Did not hit, because Utah didn't score. Zero. Zero. Uh, and then Pitt and Notre Dame, you took Pitt plus 20, and Notre Dame being by, like, 40. Yeah, minus 20. That, yep. Uh, and then you took uh, the over in Louisville-Duke. That did not hit. Uh, and minus, then, minus 60? Yeah, and then you... Minus no, 40, I think? Minus 40? And then you took the over in the Tennessee-Kentucky game. That did hit. Okay, and then back you, to plus, minus 20. Yep, yeah, and then you took uh, Wisconsin plus 14 and a half. That hit. Back to zero. You took the over in the James Madison Old Dominion game, that hit.
0: You Back took Col- twenty.
1: You took Colorado plus seventeen, that hit. Forty. Kyle was also on that, uh, and then you took. Uh, no that's it. That's I was plus forty. Yeah, plus forty on the week. It's not bad. Kyle went. He lost twenty bucks on the Oregon State game. One ten on the over in the James Madison game. And then hit on – oh, actually, it wasn't bets on this week. It was bets from earlier in the season that Kyle hit on that we're, we'll touch up on uh, 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 when we get to NFL stuff. Um, uh, well, actually, we can just touch on it now. Yeah, touch say. on it now. Yeah, touch on it now. So as far as NFL – oh, you guys didn't give me Can't Lose Parlays because we didn't do Can't Lose Parlays last week. I made one. I lost I, you know, <laughs> you guys just didn't have one, so it made no difference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, even if even, like obviously we didn't have one, and,
1: but if Kyle's he the only one that's hit, so yeah. I'm glad he didn't give us one. Uh, fuck that bitch. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, but as far as the NFL bets go, I took the Falcons minus two. They lost. I took the Texans minus three. They lost. <laughs> I took the Chiefs minus eight. They lost. <laughs> I took the Cardinals plus eight. They covered. The only team I took that covered was the Cardinals, and the against other three teams I took, Ravens. the other three teams I took to against, cover, didn't even win. The one team you took
0: was like would be like the one I'd be like, why are you taking that?
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I told you it was down horrendous. This well, week. Did, you my, did you see my recent? Uh, I think I lost $160 Instagram message to you Oh yeah, no Did you see my response? No Uh, We Oh, change parlay to To bet And you've got me Yeah, just any bet
0: <laughs> You still yeah, lose Yeah, no,
1: that's what I'm saying It's like Oh, when was the last time You won a parlay? It's when's the last time I won a bet <laughs> It's the same thing <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Yeah this,
0: this is This is me and Logan This season Yeah it,
1: it, I I don't win anything I'm glad that my that William Hill kinda cut me off. You know, I'm I'm glad and also I'm a bit disappointed. I'm like, listen I- <laughs> they cut you off. They're like, dude, you cannot be losing. They're like, this many bets. they're like, you gotta stop, man. And I'm like, I'm not even betting that much money, guys. Like I don't have a problem. <laughs> yeah, they just feel bad for you, I think. Yeah. They're like, you, dude, we'll just give you fifty bucks. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I'd spend it immediately on a ten legger, Like <laughs> Ten legger <for> fifty dollars. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, I lost a lot of money there. Uh, Bets from earlier this season that we did take, from before the season, it was mostly Timmy made some bets, um, I think. Kind of like... And I didn't hit any of them? No. uh, No. Uh, (laughs)
0: Apparently, because I was up 40 this week, I checked the betting thing, and I'm
1: still down like 100-something. Yeah. uh, So bets you you took preseason. Higher QBR through week eight Justin Fields versus Dak Prescott you took Justin Fields tough Tough. look Dak just based on I think this last week unfortunately did overtake Justin Fields or he was I think he was sitting one spot ahead of Justin Fields and then off of last week's performance he shot up Uh, his QBR right now just going off like NFL like passer rating is a 97.8 um, and just, uh, uh, what is what is Jay Herbs? Just Justin Fields. Justin Fields. What is Jay Fields? Uh, he is at a 91.6, which makes no sense. It makes no sense, but but dude. still not as good as Dak.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you okay. only lost 10 bucks there, though. Okay. Uh, Kyle and I did not have any action there. Then you had Amon Ross St. Brown in top three receiving yards and receptions through week eight. I, I still think that should be true. If I know it's not. If he didn't miss a week... God. I think he would have had both. God. Uh, that lost you $40. $40? <laughs> <'Cause he was laughs> that was
0: all my winnings.
1: <laughs> and then... Uh, and God, these half... These, these yeah. half ones are fucking killing you. Yeah, me. And, then, and it was, you know, top three receiving yards. So, I mean, you could do that as, like, an over-under, like, you know, three and a half. Right. And Kyle and I took... No, took the under. I guess, Kyle put twenty on it on both, so Kyle got twenty bucks on each of those. I put ten on each, um, and then uh, NFL receptions leader through week eight. I put Cooper Cup. I put Cooper Cup, so that lost twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, well, no, that was that was given. I, I
1: I took Travis Kelsey. That lost me ten bucks. Okay, uh, and then T.J. Watt over under seven and a half sacks through eight weeks. He had eight sacks. You put twenty on it on, on the, the under. under
0: <laughs> I don't talk last week. Anything? Kyle put
1: five on the over. Kyle was the one that was so invested in the TJ Watt getting eight sacks. <laughs> he put five dollars on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kyle was up uh, forty-five just from mid-season bets. He won another ten just in the in the uh, He's wrestling Killing week. us, and he's not using it. He's not using it, and he's not even making bets. Like, very often. <laughs> it kills me. He's won like two Candace parlays. It parlay. pisses it's
0: me off so much. It so me and much. you are over here trying.
1: Down horrendous. <laughs> and I, it's fucking killing me. All right. Uh, all right. Talk some college football first. Um, all right. Before we get into. Well, let's talk the games first, and then we'll do college football playoff okay. rankings. Uh, so, from this last week, there weren't a lot of great games this last week. I mean, there were some, but like Oregon smokes Utah. Georgia smokes Florida, um, good for them honestly, because uh, they haven't really had any like great performances. Reason I took Florida was because they were, like plus f- fifteen and a half because they were at home. It's a rivalry game, and it was Georgia's first game without Brock Bowers. I was very interested in seeing how that they looked. They put up forty three points without him. I think they're fine. Um, Ohio State struggles against Wisconsin. Gets a late touchdown there um, to take the the dub. Good news: Trayvon Henderson's back though. Then he went twenty four carries for a buck sixty two. And yes, Marvin Harrison went six catches, one twenty-three, and two touchdowns. Uh, so they're good. Uh, yeah. And it's Wisconsin. You know they ran the ball. They dominated time of possession. It's just it's it's, it's a Wisconsin game. Uh, Florida State smokes Wake. Good for them. UW struggles against Stanford, and this is the second week in a row. Th- I mean, second week in a row.
0: I'm not putting a whole lot. Of, I'm not putting a lot of
1: stock in this.
0: So for me, I'm not. My only thought—I'm not is, doing it.
1: You're doing it like a
0: like an Oregon fan. You're well, yeah, a
1: lot of stock in it. I'm not putting a lot of stock in it. I'm just—you are. No, I'm just saying it's interesting that the last two weeks they have played like subpar opponents and they haven't looked good against either. And before that's Oregon what Oregon game, does every single year. Interesting. Uh, you guys lose. You shouldn't every year. Yeah, but we, we'll, we'll dominate a bunch of teams, and then there'll be one game we lose. Right. We don't look bad against all the bad teams we play against.
0: Well, I don't know. 42 points doesn't look bad.
1: They gave up 33 to Stanford. Let's well, not talk about defense. They gave up, we gave up six to Stanford. They gave up 33. They played Washington this week. We'll see what happens. Against Arizona, Arizona State. Against Arizona State, they only scored 15 points.
0: They play Arizona this week.
1: No, they play USC this week. They played Oregon. Arizona and only won by a touchdown. Feels like, okay, so I guess apparently Oregon sucks. No, nah, we're going to smoke them in the Pac-12 championship. All right, all right, uh, all right. And then Oklahoma loses to Kansas, and I couldn't be happier. Fuck Oklahoma. Fuck yeah. The, fuck the Big 12. Fuck them. Oklahoma and Texas. And Big Texas, time. you know, they smoke BYU. Who cares? It's BYU. Uh, Penn State. Only a nine-point win against Indiana. Wait, where are you going? Oh, okay, Sorry, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Penn State. Struggles against Indiana. Big Ten. Yeah, Big Ten football. I don't put a lot of stock in it. Arizona beats Oregon State outright. Uh, Arizona, good. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Arizona's good. Fuck and yeah. I said that a couple weeks ago. And I said you were wrong. They're I mean, they're good. As far as, like, like if they were in the Mountain West, they'd be the best team in no, the Mountain they West. they'd absolutely be the best team. We don't play them. Yeah, Thank finish. God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we get to avoid them. Uh, Ole Miss smokes Vandy. No one cares. And then, yeah, Notre Dame beats Pitt. I'm sorry. They won by 51, not by 40. So My apologies. Pitt guard absolutely mutilated. That's the same Pitt team that Louisville lost to outright at seven point.
0: No, Louisville was fake. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get into who's fake and who's not.
1: Yeah. And then, right. uh, yeah, UNC loses Georgia Tech in a battle. That's a that's a, a, that's a ACC Dude, battle. That's a North Carolina game right
0: there. Georgia Tech? Sneaky good.
1: Yes. North Carolina? Bad. Really bad. Drake May, not the second best quarterback. I saw
0: a weird, weird little thing today. So I'm looking for booms and busts, right? Yeah. I'm like, all right, I have like one more, right? So I'm like, all right, let me find one. I go through some articles, and I get hit with an article that I was floored by. It said, Drake May... Better than Caleb Williams question mark?
1: That's been that's been an argument for the last few years. That's weeks. Like, fucking so, so
0: dumb. So stupid. So, so dumb. Any, any, any team, any team that takes Drake May over Caleb Williams will forever so, Like I'm not saying Drake May is gonna be a bad NFL
1: quarterback, but It'd be like the Bears taking Mitch Trubisky. Over Patrick Mahomes. And Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously Deshaun Watson, other stuff, but like talent-wise, Deshaun Watson. Way better pick than Nick yeah. And he'd be another UNC <laughs> quarterback. Can we stop and like, thinking I, like, UNC I think Drake produces May's good quarterbacks?
0: I think Drake Drake May could be a good Ooh. good
1: NFL quarterback. I don't think George Pickens got his second foot down there. Uh, he did not. He yeah, did not. Yeah, he did not get his second foot. That, down. That was, he was lazy on that catch. That's pretty stupid. Anyways, uh, yeah, Drake May. He's fine. You know, he's, he's he's good. He's not the second best quarterback in his class. Upside wise, I love Michael Penix because of the deep ball. He does make way more mistakes. Um, and he's also, and not injury as athletic, prone to the max. And he's not as athletic, um, and all that. Oh, well, obviously let me miss Monix. Uh, who else? I guess it's like Joe Milton, Tennessee, but that's not really realistic. Mm, no. Um, this go. quarterback class was supposed to be amazing. And it's turned out to and be it's very just average. Caleb Williams.
0: Well it's turned out to be average. It was, it was better last year It's gonna be Caleb Williams. It was better than was last better year It's
1: better than any quarterback prospect in the last. Like, but
0: it was better in last like two years. That's though. fair. Yeah. Uh, like you have way more quarterbacks to evaluate. Okay. Anyway, anyways, uh, Duke, Louisville takes smokes, Duke. Duke's Duke. Duke's yeah, and Riley fake.
1: Leonard played. Bad look for Duke because they they looked so good when he played, and then when he didn't, they looked bad, and now they look bad when he played. Fake.
0: Tough look for Air Force. They win and also drop down in the standings. He went from 19, 130 30 to 13. Now they're 25. In
1: AP or cultural Playoff? Oh, uh, whatever. They were, they were 19 in AP. So... Whatever the main thing on ESPN is. Probably be College football Playoff. So they debut in the College football Playoff at 25. Tough Which luck. means the committee does not give them any credit for their wins.
0: <laughs> it's fair. Uh, Tennessee takes care in Kentucky. Close game, but good win. Tulane? Rice, Burley. Uh, Colorado keeps getting exposed this time to UCLA. Yeah, dude. Again, but here's the thing Colorado, like, Dion Sanders took on a bunch of guys. Like, I think Colorado could be good in, like, two years.
1: Yeah, and I, I have and, a, like. I've got a quote from Dion as a bus later. Uh, well, as a part of my bus later. Okay. They need better offensive linemen, and I agree, and he does too. Okay, you know USC. Uh, there's yeah, there the was an, team. Yeah, so I took the under in this game. <laughs> I scored 99 points in this game uh, why would you ever take the ender Cal cow. look at the cows like last five games they've scored 14 points okay they did score 40 against Oregon State yeah, that's fair <laughs> you I just thought I thought you, you just don't would, do your math. I thought USC was gonna run away with this game is what no, I no
0: yeah no. it should have been like 70 to 40
1: Maybe if USC scores seventy, they're giving up at least sixty. True. There you go. Uh, there so, you go. So yeah, I mean, they, and they put up fifty, uh, and that's good for them. And they, but the only reason they won is because Cal went for two instead of tying the game. They did. Yep. So USC extremely fake. Yep. Can't wait to play them. I cannot wait to play them next. I week.
0: hope you guys blow them out. By We're gonna 50. win by so many points. I hope you win by 50 I
1: think Washington's gonna beat them by a lot this week. And then we're gonna oh, be I like have even the more bet. next I weekend.
0: have the bet, and I'm sure you do too. Yeah, and then uh, James Madison yeah, takes care of good,
1: good dub. You know, okay. good dub for them. Uh, that game did hit the over. Um, we're going to week ten. Or? Uh, college play- oh, Jesus, oh, spooky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's do rankings first because uh, the official college football playoff rankings came out. So top, we're just really gonna hit top six. It's Ohio State at one, whereas in the AP, Ohio State's at three. But Ohio State, according to the committee. Has the better wins? Hold they on. have beat Notre Dame. They have beat Penn State. Technically, those are better wins than Georgia. Oh, you can oh, wait. You can pick yourself. Have you done this? Huh? Playoff predictor. Oh, I'm sure you can. It's okay, I am going
0: to go Ohio State as my number one. Uh, wins out.
1: You gotta have Georgia. What is? Oh, you're 5:38. What is this? Are You on five thirty eight? No, I'm can, on like,
0: ESPN. What is happening?
1: Yeah, I think it's using five thirty eight. There's a the analytics website. It's called five thirty eight. I don't like um, this. I don't like it. I don't like it. You I don't can, like it. I you don't can like uh, it. Pick uh, a team to win out. It gives you the percent chance that they make cultural playoffs. Things like I that. I just want rankings. Um, just go to NCAA football and then click on rankings. Don't do the playoff prediction.
0: Okay, cultural player rankings. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. All so right. Ohio State's at one because they have the better wins according to the committee. Um, they have two top 25 wins. Once again, One's against Notre Dame, who has looked really good in every game other than their uh, loss to Ohio State, and they almost beat Ohio State. So that's fair. Uh, Georgia, only real test was against Kentucky, and they smoked them, but then they also looked bad against some bad teams. So it's fair to have them at two. Michigan hasn't really played anybody. That's why they're at three. Florida State's at four. And then the only other undefeated is Washington at five, and they have to be there because they did beat us. But they have looked way worse than us since the Yeah,
0: but you guys are at six. We're at six.
1: We're right in the mix. Uh, Again, it's playing out perfectly that if we win out, that means we win the Pac-12 championship in a rematch against Washington, most likely, which would mean we avenge our loss on neutral turf.
0: You just need Florida State or Michigan to lose.
1: Well, I just need... No, it wouldn't matter. Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other. Whoever loses that is not making the college playoff. They would not have a one-loss non-conference champion over a one-loss conference champion. True. So it would would be... The winner of Ohio State-Michigan, as long as both of them continue to win out, uh, Michigan does have to play Penn State. I'm sure they'll win, but they do still have to play them. Um, But the winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game most likely is going to be in. And then I would imagine... If Washington Oregon went out, whoever wins Pac twelve championship is going to be in as well as the four seed. Um, again, that's also considering Florida State wins out, which I think they will. Um, Georgia the same thing. So it'd be very interesting. Uh, but that's top six right now. Texas is there at seven. Bama's there at eight. Um, that again, I don't really put much stock in anything else. Like it's going to come down to those top six. I feel like. Oh yeah, uh, but. I don't really have any issues with the initial rankings, and also these are the initial rankings, and things are gonna, sh- who cares about who's won right now when number one's gonna have to play number three? And right. the winner of that is going to jump to number one, and Georgia's gonna stay number two most likely. So it doesn't really matter that Georgia's two now, or if they were one right now, and Ohio State was two, Michigan was three, whoever wins that game is going to jump Georgia regardless. So it doesn't fucking matter. Nope. I have no issues with these rankings. Um, move on. From college football to NFL, uh, do you want to hit trades first? Or do you just want to do your recap first? Uh, let's do trades first. Okay. Uh, so we did have the trade deadline. A little bit, a little bit of action on the on the trade deadline. There's this a decent year. bit. Uh, let's get the deals. Uh, the biggest ones were both done by the uh, Washington Commanders. I hate both deals. For the I players. don't.
0: I don't understand why they did.
1: it. I don't understand why the Niners made their deal. I understand the Bears, but I don't know if they're going to pay Montez Sweat, so then I really don't understand it. I don't understand the Commanders. I guess they don't want to pay those guys, and they get draft picks. Yeah,
0: but they give rid of your both of, best your, your both of your guys' is like studs.
1: Yeah, uh, and they have other guys. Like they have Jonathan Allen, and that's great, but you lose both your best edge rushers. Jonathan Allen's inside. So Niners trade for Chase Young... I don't know why, and they did it for a third round pick. So I, I I understand the idea of you're renting an elite edge rusher, like elite potential edge rusher, for a third round pick. And if they don't re-sign him, I think they get a conditional third round pick next year. So it it does make sense for the Niners. It's like yeah, we added a elite D end, and we're gonna just get the draft pick back. So who cares?
0: But I just don't see them. I don't want them.
1: No, they won't. That's the thing. That's that's the point. It's like it's a one year rental and then let him go to free agency the commanders get a draft pick the nin- niners get a, comp- a compensation pick next year which is the dumbest thing in the fucking all of sports is compensation picks um, because teams abuse it now it makes sense on service level of like oh well you traded for a guy and he got hurt yeah you get compensated by getting a draft pick but now it's like oh you traded for a guy and you didn't resign him well, you can't just lose that draft capital. Well, no, you can because they knew it was a fucking rental. Right. <laughs> it's, the teams are just abusing it, so it's stupid. Uh, I don't understand it because they just traded for Randy Gregory as well. So now they have Bosa, Gregory, Young, Armstead, uh, Hargraves. Like, they have too many guys. They have too many guys on the D-line. And they didn't address secondary and they didn't address O-line. So I don't really understand this deal for the Niners. Um, same kind of thing with the Bears. They need a pass rusher. And they went and got Montez Sweat for a second. But I don't think they resign him. I don't think they're gonna pay him. So why'd you trade your second rounder for a rental when you suck? <laughs> you like he yeah, he makes you better and you actively are trying to be bad. So why are you I don't understand the deal at all. I uh, it's like good for the commanders, they got a second round pick for a guy they weren't going to resign. sign they, they weren't. Also, accept. how did Chase Young fetch a third round pick? In De- Montes- injuries, Montez Sweat has more production. He plays more often. Uh, Chase Young, it's more of like he has the potential. He, he can be a better player, but Montez Sweat produces more. Um, I guess. The uh, Vikings made a couple of moves. Biggest one was getting Josh Dobbs. I mean, it was a swap of a sixth for a seventh and Josh Dobbs. Yeah, it wasn't uh, so a lot. So it's nothing. But you have to, with Kirk's injury, it's not going to do anything. Nope. That's, they're still tanking. I would have just kept Jaron Hall in there. Yeah. Uh, if, if that's the trade you're going to make is for Josh Dobbs, just throw the rookie out there. Like, Josh Dobbs isn't going to win you games. And no. if he does, it's going to be like two. Right. So it's not worth it. Uh, Seahawks go ahead and get uh, Leonard Williams. That's a big deal. Because we talked about during the draft the fact that the Seahawks went corner and got uh, Devon Witherspoon and then went pass rusher later in the draft. Oh, I'm sorry, no, they went J- JSN, so they didn't even address pass rusher. And we were kind of looking at it and we are like, that team needs a, an edge rusher. They need D-line help. And they went and got a corner when they already have a good corner in Shariq Woolen. And they went and got a wide receiver when they have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I don't really understand what they're doing here. Well, now the trade deadline, they go and get Leonard Williams, who's already under contract for a few years. It's great. It, it was a great pickup by the Seahawks. Yeah, and they, and they lost to Chen and Wosa um, a couple weeks ago. So this is to even more facilitate the need on that D line. And good for the Giants. I mean, they get a second and a fifth for it. Um, you know, they paid Dexter Lawrence. So that's going to be the future of their D line, anyways. Uh, Leonard Williams is that was a top draft pick that hasn't produced to the level that they would expect, especially not to the level of Dexter Williams. So, you know what? Good, good for both sides here. That's actually a good, a good deal. Eagles traded and got Kevin Byard because the Titans are dumb and they traded Kevin Byard to the fucking Eagles. Why? Are, why are people dealing? Why are teams still why are negotiating? Teams with
0: dealing. These
1: Don't talk to the Eagles. To the Niners. It's
0: the same thing.
1: Niners and Eagles. Stop talking to them. Fucking A. Like, Raffle, I get it. You're happy. You got Kevin Bayard. You got rid of fucking Edmonds. Like, that's an insane upgrade. I know Edmonds was was fine for you guys, but obviously Kevin Bayard, significantly better. He's an all-pro level safety. Uh, why are teams continuing to do business with the Eagles and the Niners? Rich get richer. Especially the Eagles. Stop doing business with the Eagles. They fuck everybody. They do. It's, like, it's like teams that trade with the Celtics. And as a Celtics fan every time we make a trade, I actively ask why the other team is talking to us. I like this deal. <laughs> I'm sure you do, Raffle. Well, it's a great deal. You you get you get Kevin Bayard for a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder, and Terrell Edmonds. So you swap safeties and give up two late draft picks. Who cares? That's a huge fucking deal for you guys. Uh, Bills, go ahead and get Russell Douglas from the Packers. I don't know why the Packers are doing this. I don't know why the Packers
0: are selling one of their better DBs.
1: Yeah, and, and it was for a Kind of like a not a a pick swap. They got a third, but they also give up a fifth. So they didn't even just give up Brazil Douglas for a third. They gave up Brazil Douglas and a fifth rounder and got a third in return. It's it's not a great look uh, for the Packers. I I wish Kyle was here to give us some sort of insight on why you would make that deal because I just really I don't get it. Um, Lions trade for Donovan Peoples Jones. That's huge because Marvin Jones Jr. Stepped away for personal reasons. And so now their receiving core consists of Amon Ross St. Brown and pretty much rookie Jamison Williams and Josh Reynolds. But you go and get a DPJ, young stud, replaces Marvin Jones and a significantly younger. So he's a guy that can stick around. So even if you end up moving on from Josh Reynolds, now you have a young core that's Amon Ross St. Brown, Don Peoples Jones, if you can re-sign him, which they probably will, and Jamison Williams. And that's a great young core. Of receivers, so I, I love that deal a lot, and it was for a six rounder. No, and he he was a former take first a fly pick. take a flyer on the kid. He's a former first round pick. Yeah, fuck it. I'll give the Jags a lot of credit for getting Ezra Cleveland, uh, starting a guard from the uh, Minnesota Vikings. So Vikings trade for a shit quarterback and trade away a starting guard. It's not a good look. That that screams tank. That screams we are trying to suck. And they started winning games, and then Kirk gets hurt, and all of a sudden they're like, well, that's a season. And I'm like, I mean, there's other quarterbacks. They're game. not going to sign. That. Do you think they're going to re-sign? No. No, I think they
0: will. No. Not, if, if they, they don't I, get I think, a top think, five pick, they're out.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why they're tanking. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: but I don't know if there are with four wins. Like, so many... There's a
1: lot of bad teams this year. Let's take a look at overall standings right now. I mean, yeah, they have four wins, so that does not help at all. Um... Yeah, I mean they're they're middle of the pack, but you got teams behind them. Uh, like technically, like the Chargers are behind them, the Rams are behind them. I would see both of us having better finishes to the season than the Vikings. I don't know about all that. Saints with no quarterback for the Vikings? No, well, they have they have Derek Carr. No, no, the Vikings. No, you said the Saints. Oh, my apologies. Us. And you no, having better seasons than the Vikings? Yeah, I don't know the Rams. I think you'll be. I think you'll finish better than the Vikings. Saints will finish better. now. Yeah, yeah. Bucs will finish better. Texans might even like. There's a. The list goes on and on. That I'm like, mm, I can see a lot of these teams continuing to do better. But even like, just lose as many as you can and get a good quarterback. It, it's not going to be Caleb Williams, right? That's it's probably going to be the Bears. They get Caleb Williams or the Cardinals or the Cardinals. I don't know when Kyler comes back. They might start winning games. I think you just sit them. They should. They should. Um, I think they're just going to get rid of Kyler. Or even the Patriots are in the mix. Like, the Giants are in the mix. Like, realistically. I mean, the Packers are down there too, but I don't see them drafting Caleb Williams. Um, As far as, like, teams that are at one and two wins right now. Yeah. Um, It's going to be a fight for Caleb Williams. And then, yeah, then you have options of, like, Drake May or Quinn Ewers or Michael Penix or Bo Nix. If you like any of those guys higher than others, like... Your every team's gonna have a guy, and if they want to move up, even they can probably make that move. You know, if the Bears are sitting there with their pick at two, and the Panthers pick at one potentially, right? Something along those lines. Two top five picks, they might sit there and go, "Oh yeah, I'll go ahead and fucking make that make a deal for this the worst pick," and somebody can move up and get a quarterback because we're gonna get a quarterback with this pick, and we can get a receiver with the other one, or we can get a tight end with the other one, or whatever they need. Um, So it's gonna be interesting how it plays out down the stretch. Um okay that was uh so yeah good interesting for the vikings giving up uh you know another piece on that team uh eagles make a minor trade and then miko harman and these are all deals we already talked about so it wasn't an exciting trade deadline there were a few big moves from the same team actively getting worse and it doesn't make a lot of sense but they get good draft picks and they weren't going to pay them so i guess i understand the moves um That wraps it up for the trade deadline though. Yeah. It's not it's not usually not very loud.
0: No, not in the NFL.
1: So uh it's time though for the week eight recap. All right, boys.
0: You know the drill. This one was a long one, uh because no teams had a buy.
1: Fucking sixteen games.
0: (laughs) Just kind of a recorded on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh it kind of ridiculous. So I had to include all of them. Um but here we go. Baker Mayfield and company went to Highmark Stadium to hopefully upset the Bills. But Josh allow me to fuck your face and threw for 320 yards and two scores, and ran for 41 and a score. Bills 24, Bucks 18. The Rams went to at t Stadium and got absolutely Texas Chainsaw massacred by Dak. Pressed his nuts all over the Rams defense, caught as he tossed up four tutties and CD lamb these nuts. Had 158 yards and two touchdowns. Cowboys 43, Rams 20. Before DeMarcus Cousin, Kurt Cousin, unfortunately tore his Achilles. He had some unfinished business as he took down the Packers once again. Jordan Love looked extremely average. Like us here at TTS, the Vikings support cancer. Vikings 24, Packers 10. Will Wrangler got his first NFL start, and I believe Tim was the only one who thought he had any chance. Still early to tell, but he threw up four touchdowns, and three of them were to DeAndre Hop in my whip, Kins, and the Riddler finally got benched, Titans 28, Falcons 23. The Colts got manhandled by Tay, some of this d Hill, who did just about everything in this game. Even then, Jonathan Crybaby Taylor and Zach Mushroom couldn't save the Colts. Saints twenty or thirty-eight, Colts twenty-seven. Oddly enough, Jalen uh, Waddle got more yards than the uh, Cheetah Dolphins thirty-one, pass seven. The Giants passed for seven yards, seven fucking yards, and still almost won this game. Jets thirteen, Giants ten. Kenny Pickett got pinched because he sucks, not because he got hurt. Jaguars twenty, Steelers ten. Something still doesn't feel quite right about this Eagles team. I'll chalk it up to a division game, but this one was an absolute shootout and Sam, I make your mom howl at 397 yards and four touchdowns and Jalen, Jalen, Hulu has life sports has 319 yards and four touchdowns. In the end, Eagles weaseled in another win. Eagles 38, Commanders 31. Getting your first win is always sweet, even after the Texans sacked Bryce Young six times. The little guy found a way to get the job done. Panthers, 15. Texas, 13. The Seahawks are quite 5-2 and two in leading the NFC West after taking down the Browns. How serious should we be taking the Seahawks? Seahawks, 24. Browns, 20. Broncos, country. Let's ride. How fucking embarrassing for Kermit Mahomes and company. Broncos, 24. Chiefs, 9. The Caleb williams sweeps have... Av- gotten a little too close for comfort for the Cardinals as he almost beat the Ravens and that was the last drop the Cardinals as they trade Josh jobs away and are now in full tank mode Ravens 31 Cardinals 24 the last three games Brock is no longer the last three games Brock is no longer pretty has looked like a fish out of water, even though he threw for 365 yards. The Bengals are all the way back, and Joe Cool looks like himself again. Bengals 31, 9 or 17. The Chargers won in primetime. Too bad I would against the fuck-tart Bears. Chargers 30, Bears 13. Dan Campbell finally remembered why he drafted Jameer Gibbs, as he had over 180 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. Lions 26, Raiders 14.
1: Uh, yeah, so wasn't a pretty slate of games this week. Um, the prime time games were pretty disappointing, except for Thursday night. Thursday night's game was actually pretty decent, and I will give the Bucks credit for almost making a comeback. And then Chris Godwin just couldn't find a football on a hail mary, and that's bad luck for him. But, bad luck. But they gave the Bills a hell of a game, um, and I mean the Bills guys got, got to do better. Like the Bucks aren't good. Like they're fine, three and four. They were three and three going into the game. I get it. Not a good three and three. Like there's good three and three. There's good three and four. The Bucks are not a good three and they were not a good three and three team. And, and the Bills have higher aspirations. They should look better than that. Um, I'll let you kick it off.
0: Okay, so we guys, we're gonna rip through football here. Um, Rams, Cowboys. Uh, we just got absolutely annihilated. Uh, there's no other way to say it. Matthew Stafford ended up getting hurt. Uh what really bummed me is when he got hurt uh was that two point conversion uh, I don't know why we're calling that kind of play with a 38 year 38 year old quarterback um also Matthew Stafford big bust to you learn how to catch a ball and not hurt your thumb like Jesus fucking Christ can you please do that for me uh because score a touchdown at halftime try to go for two don't get get it uh, third quarter, we open up the ball, uh, walk down the field. We The Rams walk down the field, uh, get a touchdown, get the two-point conversion to Matthew Stafford, and then all of a sudden this game was like 35 to like 17, uh, what, 14? Yeah, 35-17. At this point, the Rams have a chance. Um, but then Matthew Stafford getting injured. Um, thumb.
1: Hitting on a helmet It's the
0: worst. Well, it just just... Stop being stupid. Stop being fucking stupid. Um, I'm hoping that he can play this week because uh, we're playing the Packers, which is Ryan and Tanner or Kyle's team. Um, so I'm hoping he can play. We'll see. Um, hasn't practiced yet. So not looking great. However, um, I think overall, uh, Rams defense, again, super young. I mean, you look at that secondary and nobody can name anybody uh, except for me and uh, that starts to become a beast Russ East uh, Jordan Fuller John Johnson I, love, I, I love. think we have some good pieces there and I
1: think we've shown oh, Chad you you legend but uh,
0: I think we've shown Appreciate that we that can uh, be a pretty good defense but again we're super young uh, three and five I feel like that should be a four and four team right now yes uh, not obviously. Not this game, but Not this game, there's but I, other games. like have uh, beaten the Steelers. Could have beaten the Steelers. I think we could have beaten Niners. the Bengals. Could have beaten the Bengals. Niners. Uh, Niners. I, all those were close we games against games. some of the best teams in this league. Yeah. Um, Cowboys uh, handled han- handled their business. Uh, we got absolutely smoked by them. Um, got to respect it. It was what it was. Uh, <laughs> I was on the drive home, and I had this game up on the laptop, you know. And every once in a while, fucking internet would go out because <laughs> yeah, we're driving. Right, yeah. And so, like, a fucking, whenever it came back up. And then there came a point where I was just like, yeah, no, no. Uh, once Brett Rippian went in there, um, big bust uh, to the Rams. Big bust. Because it's not John Walford. Even worse. I don't even want you to say his name. Sorry. So we went out and we signed John Walford off the bucks practice squad and then uh John Walford came back and said I'd like to stay with the bucks um so i don't know what happened there uh, but that's a bad look he, he
1: probably vibes with Baker Mayfield
0: i know i think it something they mu- party maybe maybe either way uh it was a tough loss I think we can bounce back. Uh, we have the Packers this week. I definitely think that game's winnable. Um, then we have a bye week. So going to the bye week, four and five. Um, I was looking at it. You know, obviously as a Rams fan, uh, best case scenario, eleven and five, right? Um, yeah. But I think a nine and seven, and five. nine and seven is entirely possible. Um, we'll see what happens this week. I'm not going to be surprised if Matthew Stafford doesn't play just because we. Do have a bye week, Um but Packers, beating the like... pack, yeah, but beating the Packers with Brett Ripien is gonna be a task, and I'd rather not go into the bye week three and six. You know what I mean? But we'll see. Uh It was a tough loss. I didn't like it, but it is what it is. Yeah,
1: I, I, you can't really add much to that. Like, upper deck Decker, gifted tier yeah. one sub. Hey, we appreciate your chat. I, I have CD in fantasy, so I was appreciative of his performance. But I also had the game on and I was like, fuck, every time he caught the ball. And I was like, I get an update and I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, I'll take it. You know, I beat Chad. I played Chad in both leagues. I beat Chad in both leagues. A lot of it was because of CD. Uh, also, shout out uh, Monday night, I had Jared Goff and the Raiders defense. So when Jared Goff threw a pick, I still got points. And when he threw a pick six, I got more points. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, he threw a pick six and I was like, Fuck. And then I got an update that he threw a pick six, and I was like, why am I getting an update on this? And I was like, oh, I have the Raiders' defense. That worked out. Um, but CD had a great performance. The whole Cowboys offense did. The pick six right before halftime. That one with,
0: it was crucial. Uh, also the safety um, yeah. by the Cowboys. And then, well, it was it was a pick six, and then immediately after it was a safety. Because um, all of a sudden, this game got quite out of hand very quickly. At one point, it was 33-3 to in the first half obviously rams at the end of the half it 33 goal. 9 uh which was nice but 33 three to 3 in the middle of the second uh me and jesse were sitting there watching it and uh i looked at her she looked at me and she was like i am sorry um i said don't be sorry uh you're the one driving <laughs> you know she was yeah. driving 11 hours yeah. so i had nothing to complain about because i was sitting there watching the game yeah. um i wanted to uh uh, roll down the window and throw my window through. I don't know the next fucking truck driver that drive by that that we drove by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, overall, though, it is what it is. These games
1: happen. Yeah, they happen. It's unfortunate again. So, like, like you said, like you guys have a game. This and week. I think
0: I, this game, I, th- I do think the Rams had a chance to come back. Because 33 to 9, second half opens up. We immediately open up with an eight point score. Um, And that was 33 to 17. I think the Rams had a shot, unless.
1: Two touchdown game with like a half to play.
0: Right. And Matthew Stafford got injured. Um, So I think that's obviously. That was, I think overall our downfall yeah. as much as like i'm super frustrated matthew stafford and all the interceptions he's thrown he's still a very clutch quarterback and can get the job done uh but overall it is what it is yeah what's the next game
1: uh vikings packers no notes on this other than i want to touch on the Kirk Cousins situation because it's so unfortunate this is a team that we- what was their record it was one in four yeah, I, right? think, I think they were 1-4. It was 1-4. Yeah, they were 1-4, and, and they won their last three, all in close fashion, against the Bears. They, like, beat the Niners, right, in prime time. Yes. And then they beat the Packers uh, in a pretty sound victory. Like, the Packers didn't look good at all in this game. And, again, I wish Kyle was here to give us his, his insight. I'll tell you right now, it would be run the ball more. They ran the ball 13 times between Aaron Jones. you probably and say we, too many drop passes. He might, but I <laughs> I think he might lead with the with the rushing game. Um, I, like, I get it. A.J. Dillon went 6 for 11. It wasn't anything special. Aaron Jones went 7 for 29. That It was pretty consistent from Aaron Jones. I would like to think they would have given Aaron Jones more carries, especially when you're going into halftime and it's a 10-3 to 3 game. Yeah, you're down by a touchdown, but you're not in a position where you need to be throwing the ball all the time. You should be running. Like, you got to get the running game going. You have to... That's the foundation of this team. You have a young quarterback. I know he's in his fifth year. He's had a lot of time to sit and learn. But his first season starting. You have to do the right things to make him comfortable. It starts with running the football. You can't run the ball 13 times with your starting two backs when you have a one-two punch. And Jordan Love can't be your leading rusher. Uh, He didn't look good. He didn't look awful. But he didn't look good in this game. Um, 24-41, he shouldn't be throwing the ball 41 times. You should run the ball significantly more in the first half. It probably results in better drives. You maybe get an extra field goal or two, and you're going into halftime down 10-6 or 10-9, as opposed to throwing the ball so much, not being able to move it. Unfortunate. Um, yeah, I, just, I, I don't know. Like The Packers right now, and you
0: look at Packers fans... All across the country, half of them are on the. We need to give Jordan Love more time. Versus the other half, it's like, hey, this guy's. It's, five,
1: it's his fifth year.
0: It's his fifth year. Uh, however, how many starts has he had? Right. You look at that.
1: It's his fifth year. I don't care. I know starts. that's what,
0: no, no. Me and you are on the same page yeah. here. Like uh,
1: ever They're divided on it.
0: But, like I said in my recap, he just continues to look like a very average quarterback. Nothing special. He but he's to not Rodgers. gonna ever bring you to the playoffs. No.
1: He's he's he like you would know in five years if that guy's the guy. It doesn't take five years. I know with Aaron Rodgers, it's like, well, yeah, but we had Aaron Rodgers, and it's like, right. Or, but it was No, never, they have Brad Favre. Well, no, I mean this this time. Like this this batch. Like the last five years it's been. Well, Aaron
0: how long Rodgers. Okay, so
1: it was, it was the same they, thing with Aaron Rodgers. It was like stuff, his How growth.
0: long did Aaron Rodgers sit on the bench before they got rid of Brad Farr? I
1: want to say it was he sat three years, and then his fourth year he started. Um, but I will look up his actual uh, stats. Because um, I, know, I know his career and uh, Jordan Love's were very similar um, as far as the starts and everything. So he can't, he got drafted in 05, started played in three games. Played in two games, played in two games, became the starter's fourth year. And in his first year as a starter, he threw for 4,000 yards and 28 touchdowns. It's pretty decent. That You know he's the guy. <laughs> like, and that's the difference, is they traded up for Aaron Rodgers, who slipped in that draft anyways, right? It wasn't like Jordan Love slipped and the Packers capitalized. It was like, you traded up and got a quarterback and sent a message to Aaron Rodgers that he's on the outs. And then Aaron Rodgers balled out, and Jordan Love was never nipping at his heels. Aaron Rodgers was constantly nipping at Brett Favre's heels, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't aware of what was happening at the time. I was seven. But uh, I would imagine that uh, it, that's what it was. And I don't again, the media was different back then too, but it probably felt like, okay, this Rodgers kid has something. But with Jordan Love, it took until – there was I never heard a single positive thing come out of Packers camp about Jordan Love until Aaron Rodgers got traded. And then it was like, no, 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 this kid's good. And I'm like, so all of a sudden, he's really – Yeah, good no, now? I mean, it's, it's just all fifth. Right? Yeah, it, 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 it sucks. And, like, I, you know, I get it. You know, you have to have a guy and you traded up for him in the first round and drafted him. Like, you got to give him a shot. But he's in his fifth year. Or he's, I think he's also in his fourth year. They picked up his fifth year option, so it's really pretty close to being. The yeah, same but it's thing. not looking good. But he's not putting up Rogers numbers, like you know. And and the Packers went six and ten Rogers first year, so it's not like that different record wise. Look, if but they Jordan want to give Jordan numbers. Love another
0: season as a full on starter, go ahead. But I don't think it's going to work out.
1: I think they. I feel like they've backed themselves into a wall where they kind of do have to. Jordan Love's thrown for 1,400 yards. We're about halfway through the season. He's on pace for, like, 3K yards, which is fine. No, it's terrible. Like, I mean... Well, I'm saying, like... That's terrible. No, that's it's terrible. It's like an average quarterback. No, it's terrible. It's an average quarterback, but it's not good. Fucking uh, terrible. And then, like, 20 touchdowns, but also, like, 16 picks. Yeah,
0: it's not so good.
1: It's not good. It's terrible. Not good. Uh, I, I, Kyle, I wish you were here to hear this. But fucking terrible. You guys need to figure that out. And then the end of this game was a fucking... Weird fucking turn of events. I mean, the the Vikings were up by two touchdowns and got a field goal blocked. And then the Packers turned the ball over on downs at the Vikings' 10-yard line. And then forced a fumble three plays later. And then turned the ball over on downs at the 21-yard line. Yeah,
0: it's, it's just Dorn Love can't move the ball. I mean, we're just reiterating And
1: then, yeah, and then forced a punt and then turned the ball over... On uh, fourth and twenty at Minnesota's forty-four, but they were ha- at third. They were at first and ten at Minnesota's thirty-four. Yeah, you know, you they, convert. I mean, you convert field goals on those first two drives. You can get a touchdown and a two-point conversion and tie the game. But like they weren't able to do anything with great field position. Multi- well, I mean, not great field position off the block field goal, but good enough field position. Um, and then you know, really great field position off the fumble. Uh, it's just poor execution down the stretch. You, you got to be better. Jordan Love's got to be better. That's really what it comes down to. All right, no shame. Uh, Falcons Titans. Just because two things: quarterbacks. One, Will Levis, real good, real good, huh? He's good. Yeah, he's good. Uh, actually, getting D hop the ball. Uh, targeting like, I mean, targeting like that,
0: that's my whole thing with Will with Will Levis versus like a lot of these other quarterbacks, like Jordan Love, sure. You can make the case Jordan Love doesn't have a true wide receiver one like John That He doesn't. He doesn't. None of them do. Let's be honest. As far as uh, his rookies go. But Will Levis found the, the guy. Yeah. Uh, six targets, four catches, 120 yards, three touchdowns. And some of those were absolute dots. Yeah. Uh, Will Levis threw dots all over the field. Desmond um, Desmariner got benched. Uh, Ty- Taylor Heineke came in there and actually looked like a Just quarterback.
1: Taylor Heineke. He looked like a quarterback. That's that's Taylor Heineke. That's
0: Taylor Heineke. He looks. He gets a little crazy. He's like Jimmy G or anything in the right. No, in the right system where Jimmy G doesn't make a lot, a lot of errors. You know what I mean? Taylor Heineke just
1: goes in there. Taylor Heineke reminds me a lot of early years Baker Mayfield. Just exciting. He doesn't make as many mistakes, but he's exciting. (laughs) I love Taylor
0: Heineke. I absolutely do. I wouldn't put that on him. Uh, but t- Taylor Heineke goes in there uh, and just plays quarterback the way that like a backup should, and when when you do that, I think you just like the way he, I, I just, the way he played in Washington. I
1: don't know why he's a backup, right? Especially yeah, I for, couldn't tell you. I think it's because they they convinced themselves that Ritter had to be the guy after Mariota, yeah, and he's not. And he I'm never excited was. for Atlanta's game this week and see what. Heineke can do,
0: especially as a with Pitts and London, like like the Falcons have tried to set up Ritter for and the best in Algier
1: Right. <laughs> like, like they have guys. Um but They're yeah, like, overall
0: I think uh
1: overall Will Levis looked really good. Yeah, and he's looking good tonight as well. Um I do Kenny Pickett's so fucking bad. I hate that I picked the Steelers. Uh I don't know why he did. Either way, Will Levis looked really good. And again, it's a lot of things like... (sighs) Will Levis has that arm talent. A lot of it comes down to maybe reading some defenses, making a few mistakes here and there. But that's what you're supposed to do with a rookie. They got him in the second round. Like They got good value on it. Tannehill's obviously not the guy. And this team is not in rebuild mode, but... You're pretty damn close, but maybe you have your quarterback. So you can focus on the other things. Tough thing is you also have Derrick Henry, and so you're either going to have to deal that guy
0: yeah, or ride it, it out. out. I'm honestly surprised they didn't.
1: There's a few teams that you're surprised at trade deadline were like, you didn't move a guy. You didn't move that guy, right? We'll talk about the Raiders later, but that's another one. Uh, based on two ba- Based on the moves. Might as well gone full fucking... Based on the moves they made the day after the trade deadline... <laughs> Surprising they didn't make any moves. But yeah, I agree with you. That's, oh uh what happened? Johnson, like thirty eight yard catch. Nice. Um we're going overtime maybe. Uh what what was the line? What did I take him at? Two and a half. Two and a half. Whew, I need that. I'm glad it wasn't three and a half. 'Cause they're gonna win by a field goal. They're not they're gonna lose by a field goal. But <laughs> um either way, sort of lines, obviously here are the quarterbacks uh Ritter gets benched appropriately. Um and I'm glad that Will Levis is getting to shine. Uh, I shit on the kid in the draft cycle. I did. I had him as, like, my fifth quarterback. Uh, you had him low. I did. I had him below Henry hooker. But, uh, <laughs> and Stetson Bennett. You
0: had him low. Uh,
1: I, I, but I do hope the kid has a success. Uh, I just thought, like... It was way more flash than anything from him. Uh, the touchdown. At
0: the end of the day, like we all, we always hope that these kids come in there. Yeah, I'm not gonna actively root against. A yeah, fucking, we like, all like, hope that these old. kids come in here and do amazing. Yeah, but um, I mean, and, and
1: I love seeing D Hop get his shine too. Like he had, he, he hasn't gotten anything going for him the entire time he's been in Tennessee. Um, Ryan Tannehill had two passing touchdowns the entire season, coming into this game. No, Ryan Channel has always been bad. We'll let us through four. Side note the Vikings could have had this as a bust, and I forgot about it until just now, so I'm just going to talk about it now. How many rushing touchdowns coming into this week, Tim? Titans first and goal, or uh, Steelers. First and goal. How many rushing touchdowns did the Vikings have coming into this, this week? This week, three. Zero. They have zero rushing They had down? no rushing touchdowns the entire season. That's I drafted a- Alexander Madison. I blame myself. Um I would have too though. Yeah, and uh they finally got one this week with Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam Akers. Yeah. Cam Akers <laughs> scores the first on your bingo board for 2023 NFL season. Cam Akers scores the first rushing touchdown for the Minnesota Vikings in week 8. <laughs> It makes no goddamn sense. Uh, but good for Will Levis coming in and having a great game. Saints-Colts, is not a lot to talk about No, here.
0: no, no. What, what are our games? What's the next game that
1: we have to talk about? Uh, skip Jets-Giants. Eagles-Commander. <clears throat> Dude, I was going to make... There's there's a... I don't... I couldn't figure it out. I spent a lot of time. There's a 9-11 joke in that Jets-Giants game. Okay, okay. I couldn't figure it out. I tried real hard. Okay. I really wanted I really okay, wanted to bring the house down. the next game? No pun intended. Uh, it wasn't a house. It was, a, you know, a different building, but... Uh, <laughs> Eagles, Ooh, Commanders. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We'll Eagles, Commanders next. Um, False art, offense. Okay. Uh, Steelers. We'll Eagles, okay. Commanders next. Offensive battle, and the Eagles and Commanders have had two electric games, and both I chalk, of them have been so. I good. chalk this up to division, division battle. That's what
0: I said in the thing, but I still feel so off about this Eagles team. Raffle, I apologize. Raffle, I apologize if I'm super off here. But just, the Eagles don't feel as dominant as they did last season.
1: A.J. Brown is consistently putting up 120 plus yards of offense. Or receiving 125 yards plus receiving. Oh. And the Eagles have beat the Commanders by a touchdown. Beat the Dolphins by two touchdowns. So that's good. Lost to the Jets by six in overtime. Beat the Rams by nine. Beat the Commanders by three. How is A.J. Brown consistently performing so well?
0: Well, A.J. Brown is an absolute disgusting animal. Well, no, animal. no, he,
1: that's fine. But you should then be doing better would be my, my assumption. Like, the defense is where the Eagles hang their hat. I, I Yeah, I get it. The offense has Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and you trade it for DeAndre Swift and you still have Gainwell and you have a great offen- offensive line and you have the tush push and I get everything with the offense. But it's your defense, right, Raffle? Like, don't get me wrong, it's your defense. You you went out, and you re-signed Bradbury. You went out, you re-signed Darius Slay. Uh, you did move on from uh, from C.D. Deuce, but you went out and got an Edmonds, and now you've traded for Kevin Byer. I know they didn't have an impact on this week's game, but um, linebacker-wise, you're getting N'Kobe Dean back. That D-line is that D-line. You drafted uh, Jalen Carter, and he's been fucking amazing, obviously. Like, one of the favorites rookie of the year. Jordan Davis is also producing as a nose tackle. You have you still have uh Hassan Reddick who's having a fucking amazing season again. That guy's one of the best pass rushers in the entire league. It's just a lot of things that you hang you hang your hat on that defense and giving up thirty one and almost four hundred yards passing to the commanders is just not really that acceptable, I would think, for your defense. I get it. It's a division game. Shit happens. I also get that the Commanders are super inconsistent and Sam Howell will have a game like this and then next week he'll throw for sub-203 interceptions and it just happened to be his day. You know, like, I totally understand that, like, this is kind of just what the Commanders are. I just gotta think. I just gotta think that you guys... Again, you're looking like the Vikings last year, and I'm not saying you are the Vikings from last year, but it's it's you're having performances consistent with that team, and I know you're better than that. Yes, Raffle, there were two fumbles inside of the five, one of them on a tush push. Weird. The first time you get that anybody stopped a tush push, and it's because you guys fumbled. But to be fair, you then ran a counter on the tush push, and now I really don't know why you guys don't run that every play. Because you could run counters off it. It's like when EA introduced a triple option into NCAA, and it's like, well, I'm just going to run triple option every time because there's no way to defend this. You should do that in real life with a tush push because you could run tush push, and then you could run reverses, and you could run play action, and like, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted off of it.
0: Like, Honestly, Nick Sirianni is... Bad coach. Bad coach. That's, that's what we're... Bad coach. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, either way... Yeah. Okay. And your uh, your defense has always been bend don't break, and I I don't get that either. It shouldn't be that. <laughs> like the Rams ha- defense is bend don't break. You have two great corners. Now you have an All Pro safety. I know that wasn't the case this past week. The
0: offensive coordinator is an issue. Well, I mean you well, guys I mean, are you, six you and you one. Did have
1: to replace offensive and defensive coordinator. Also, so I understand. No, that's different.
0: no, no, no. You guys have been scoring over thirty points a game, almost on average. Yeah. Is that really the problem?
1: Yeah, I mean, you did put up 38, and, and yeah, the, the the bend don't break, and you gave up a junk, junk touchdown late. But the fact of the matter is, you let Sam Howell throw for 397, and then, like I said, he'll next week he'll throw sub 204 picks. Don't get me wrong; that's that's who Sam Howell is. That's what this Commanders team is, and they show up against you guys because it's a big game and it's a division game and all that. And I get it. There's not calling
0: QB draws on third and nine. Well, how many yards you get? Probably like four. Probably four or five. Yeah, uh, I, I, we're not. We're not. We're not discounting you. Yeah, no,
1: Ralph, Trust me, I get it. I, 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 actively expect more from the Eagles every week. I know you're still seven and one. <laughs> you know, I know you still have the best record in football. But I don't get it wrong. Still, I, it feels like the Vikings, where they also had that great record last year, and I'm like, it doesn't. It shouldn't be there.
0: I, I just think that you but guys should. You guys should, you guys should be like, like a. You know, after eight weeks. Zero bye weeks, like should have another loss. It Should be like six and two.
1: I, I yeah, it feels like you guys should be six and two. One of these commanders games. Should, and I'm not
0: saying like you're not the best team it, in the NFC. It just like feels I, like
1: one of these commanders games should have gone. No, I commanders definitely way.
0: believe just Ruffle, based on the NFL gods. You guys are the best team in the NFC, but. I don't know man just every single game you have you have a hell of you a You guys shortage. are just like almost like fighting to win every single game yeah. and I understand that's how football works but like it just feels like you guys should have a second loss in there somewhere.
1: Yeah well and here's the thing Rafa. yeah
0: KC Buffalo San Francisco Seahawks Dallas that's tough remaining.
1: Yeah they, they, I mean their next 6 games yeah is, is home against Dallas at Kansas City home against the Bills and the Niners at Dallas at Seattle that is a tough tough six game stretch tough six game stretch. you get cupcakes to close it you go giants cardinals giants (laughs) those three are gimmies but that six game stretch is a brutal that's a third of your season It's a brutal stretch like that is very difficult how what you're like forget the record the rest of the year you're seven and one right now those last three are going to be three wins you're going to be ten and one through those what do you do in these next six games that's going to be what it comes down to. Um, I think you guys will be fine. I just, again, it feels like I, I should be seeing more. Um, but we'll see. Uh, did you want to talk Seahawks Browns? Uh, no. Uh, don't need to talk Broncos Chiefs. But shout out to Broncos. Only got beat sixteen times in a row by the Chiefs. Only. Yeah, not seventeen. Nope. Not going to get that over. On. <laughs> uh, Ravens, Cardinals. We don't need to talk about Bengals, Niners. So, the Bengals are back. This is the Bengals. Right? Yeah. This is the Bengals, right? And, and, and I, I. You're said, wrong. Uh-uh.
0: You're wrong. You took the Niners.
1: Well, you took the Niners. I, no, I was wrong on that. But I wasn't wrong. I think the Niners season's done.
0: Well, you took the Niners.
1: No, I. I Yeah. Yeah, but you took I was the wrong Niners. about this game. I don't think I'm wrong about the Niners, though.
0: No, they're still going to. The, their
1: Super Bowl aspirations are done.
0: Oh, yeah, no, they have Brock Purdy.
1: Yeah, he's weird. He, like, stopped playing well.
0: I, I, mean, I think he still threw 365 yards, too. No, no, like. Dude, you know, okay, so. <laughs> I side did, note, side note, side note. I think we think the Niners are done for different reasons. You just don't
1: like them. I think they're genuinely done. Uh, but. Here. Everyone, I ran a. Like no, I didn't. Anyways uh, Side note I've been watching Ted Lasso Finally starting Ted Lasso Oh Ted Lasso is great It's a great show I just finished season two Brock Purdy Reminds me a lot of Nate No Nate's the worst Yeah Brock Purdy Uh, Great Great as a guy (laughs) I don't even put Brock Purdy in that Listen listen No way Brock
0: Purdy's like a dumb retard He's like Forrest Gump
1: Listen No 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 (laughs) Because Forrest Gump consistently <laughs> produced.
0: <laughs> comes he in, comes
1: in, comes was... in, young guy, no one's expecting anything, shines. I think he's got a big ego. I think Ooh. he's getting a big ego. And he Ooh. thinks he's better than he is. Maybe. And he's, he's now hitting a wall of fuck. I need to reel it back in. I, I just finished season two, I gotta watch season three, so I don't know where the storyline goes. do I don't not want any spoilers. But right now, The vibe I'm getting. And the vibe I'm getting is Brock Purdy's like been feeling himself. And he really... Maybe it was the concussion, but... And he got rocked on a quarterback sneak, which... Bad look all around, getting rocked on a QB sneak. But I think he needs to come back down to earth and get back to his style, which is like, just fucking play it safe. I know they're getting Debo back. They're limping into this bye week. Three straight losses. One of them... This Bengals loss, I'm not really going to hang, like, as a bad loss. It's a two-touchdown loss, don't get me wrong. and But they were in it. And then they fumbled inside the 10, you know, in the clutch moment. Can't be doing it. Oh, no, it wasn't a fumble. It was a Brock Purdy fuck-up. <laughs> that's, that's why they turned the ball over. Um, I would really like to think that this Niners team is going to bounce back somehow. Uh, is he dead? He might be dead. He might be dead. Um but they did, call, they did run into a buzz saw. They did run into a buzzsaw in Cincy. This is a Cincy team uh coming off a bye, I think. Um I believe coming off a bye, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, this is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's back. He's healthy. Yep. This is what I expect from the Joe Beatles. Cool is back. So losing by two touchdowns in a game where it wasn't a two touchdown game really like it was a late touchdown that made it a two touchdown game but the Niners were in it the whole time I'm not gonna hang this as like a bad loss for the Niners but when you cap off a three game stretch losing to the fucking Browns and uh, who was the other one last week the Vikings. Like you can't lose to the Browns, the Vikings and then the Bengals. Like you have to you have you got to win the other two <laughs> and then you can lose to the Bengals and be like, "Okay, yeah, we go into the bye with one loss, you know, or even two losses." No, but pair. losing to the
0: Browns and then
1: like even the Vikings like you
0: can you can sit there and go in and be like, "Okay, like not a great loss." But when you
1: lose to the Browns with P.J. Walker, that was tough. In a game you that was like a battle the whole time, you just couldn't get it. You couldn't figure it out. Like, also, they were
0: favored by like 10.
1: Yeah. No, it was a bad look. Uh, yeah. I, again, I'm, I, I think the Niners, it's, I'm very curious how they come out. They're playing Jacksonville after the bye this week. And then they get the Bucks, which should be an easy win. And then they go Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks. So. We'll see. That five-game stretch, I mean, the Bucks should be an easy win for them. They gotta come out of this bye and look good against the Jags on the road though. Yeah. And then you gotta dominate the Bucks and then you go into Seattle into Philly. And those are gonna be tough games. So we'll see how they bounce back. Uh my game there's not much to talk about. Like we, we played the Bears and we beat them how we should. Um uh like I got nothing here. Um, I have nothing. Justin Herbert threw like seventeen straight completions at the start of the game and like two touchdowns. He looked fantastic. I thought Josh Palmer was gonna be out for the year in the first quarter. Um he came back, same game. Uh, that was good. He like he like didn't walk off the You're a very floor. big baby about it though. Uh yeah. <laughs> I've already lost one of my top receivers. I and Austin Eckler's missed multiple games. You I, were I big don't, baby I about don't it. need to lose another you were a big baby. Yeah, about absolutely dude. My team had won two games so far. I don't need to lose another player. Uh, I was a huge baby about it. He's fine. Uh he came back. And then, uh, you know, the defense looked really good. You know, I got no complaints, really. Um, Herbert looked really good. Like, looked kind of like himself again, even with the fractured finger. Um, And that should be another few weeks, and then he'll be back uh, to full strength. But, I mean, 298, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Like, this is a Justin Herbert game. Um, And the defense looked great. I got nothing else because this is what we should do to the Bears. But this is a right step because this is like, hey, this is how we should look. It's how we looked. I got no mm. bad comments.
0: Yeah, against fucked hard bears.
1: Well, no, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying though. Like we haven't done this against bad teams. Like we played bad teams. We, we beat the Raiders by like three with Aiden O'Connell. Like that's we, we sacked him seven times. Yeah, like,
0: Aiden O'Connell's
1: good. Yeah, but we sacked him seven times. <laughs> <laughs> like we. No, I know, we, you I know. know it, it's I know. it's finally it's good to see and like, actually what should happen. And then uh, Monday night Raiders Lions. Realistically, we're not talking about the game itself uh, other than Jimmy G missing Devontae for like a 98-yard touchdown and a 60-plus-yard touchdown. Um, they would have won this game. That's why he got benched. Oh, he's he's dead. He's actually dead. No, he's dead. No, it's supposed to, They're supposed to wait for Sunday. Bengals-Bills. You can't die. It's not on the script. Uh... <laughs> Oh, that's Jalen Burks too. Bad look. Uh, yeah, yeah right no. It is. Good good for good for the Lions. They again they looked how they should. This is Jameer Gibbs, right? Dave Montgomery out. You're finally giving Jameer Gibbs touches and look what he does. Twenty-six for one fifty-two in a tidy. Give him the ball. Give him the fucking rock, dude. I know I traded for Dave Montgomery, and I'm glad I had I had him for the couple weeks that he was gonna pop off, but this is why you drafted Jameer Gibbs so high. Because he is this good, right? Like, And I, I was against the draft pick that high, not because Jameer Gibbs wasn't that good, but because you could have got him later, right? That was my issue with it. I know that all their top four picks have hit, don't get me wrong. But I look at this, and I'm like, you could have got him later. <laughs> you know, anyways. But um, who knows? Who knows? Um, and Raw had a good game, and Goff looked great. But it's, it's the Raiders, right? It's, you look at this, and you're like, Garoppolo couldn't hit Devontae, and, and it was a, lo- a shit show of fucking... Entire The entire
0: offense is just like in turmoil. Josh Jacobs
1: afterwards was like, I don't know what to fucking do to fix this. Why are you asking me? Yeah, yeah. It's not not on him. You know, it really isn't. And obviously that leads to what happened after the deadline. And they fire Josh McDaniels. They fire their GM. They fire their OC. But they didn't trade Devontae. No,
0: because it was after the trade deadline when they didn't trade Devonte well, or Josh saying. Jacobs, where like, they, they could have gotten some pieces after Monday
1: night. Like you I feel really like knew what they Like,
0: like Mark would have been like, "Hey, if you're trading these guys and get some value for them, then okay, then you can convince me." You know what I mean? But the fact that you're you're fucking three and five with all these guys that we paid. For nothing
1: all these guys you brought in this year Jimmy G Jacoby Myers not
0: for nothing
1: and Jimmy G looks bad he is bad Jimmy G's not a good quarterback
0: I don't think i wasn't excited the Raiders signed him either don't mostly don't because worry. he can't stay
1: healthy but
0: don't worry else
1: is not great yeah it was not a move of like that's the solution yeah I apologize uh Chad
0: but luckily uh your Rangers won so who gives a shit
1: yeah, you got solace in this. It's, yeah. You're fine. Uh, again, the, the move, the lack of moves is puzzling to me because after this loss, the front office knew what was happening, right? You lose this game, you know you're getting rid of McDaniel's. You know, like you know that as ownership and as management, GM's getting fired. So maybe that had something to do with it too. But make the move, like. Devonte's not Devonte might sit a good portion. I don't think he will, but like if he was any other player, he'd probably sit a good portion of the Roma- of the remaining games. He'll probably keep playing because he doesn't really sit out, you know, it's not a Devontae thing. But he's not happy. He's going to be pissed. He's now he at, he demanded a trade from the Packers. Got moved to a shit team he wanted to play with Derek Carr and then they moved him the next season so now he doesn't even get to play with the guy he wanted to at quarterback and now he's just stuck on a bad team with a rookie quarterback and I am totally behind benching Jimmy G and going Aiden O'Connell 100% you're moving everything you're getting rid of the OC you're getting rid of the head coach yeah get rid of the shit quarterback too the season's kind of a wash at this point you know at 3-5 and five with nothing looking good that's really all I got on this game yeah, uh, move on. Move on. That was it for week eight. Week nine, we have six. We have four teams on buys: uh, Niners, Broncos, Lions, and Jags. Um, we have bets. Well, let's check in on picks first. Let's check in on picks and standings. Okay. Off of week eight, Timmy top dog, thirteen and three. I don't. Good week, bad week. You you go. You a great week. Horrendous week. (laughs) Your winning percentages the last six weeks, or five weeks, 87.5%, 42.9%, 86.7%, 30.8%, (laughs) 81.3%. I don't get it. Every other week, you strike magic. I don't, it makes no sense. Meanwhile, I've been on a steady decline, is what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm still in the lead overall, but only by three games, and Tim has caught Kyle. So we have a tie for second between Tim and Kyle, 74 and 48. I am three games ahead, 77 and 45. Looking ahead at week nine, uh, we'll make our – we'll just make our picks. Okay. We'll make our picks, and then we'll do bets. Okay. So just straight up picks. Kyle still hasn't texted us. No. Nah. So he'll text us at some point. Yeah, his I picks. so. If be, he doesn't, he, he goes 0-16. He, he, he took Steelers tonight. I know that much. If he, uh, doesn't, if he doesn't, though, he goes 0. Oh. I'm okay with that. Uh, Me too. it off on Sunday, we got a Germany game. First Germany game of the season. Uh, Dolphins-Chiefs. That's so tough. It, th- there, were, there were like six games this week that I was like, fuck. And I just went with my gut. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm going to go Dolphins here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, like it's one of these. Are, there's like six games that I'm very torn on. I just went with my gut based on not actually who I think is uh-huh. going to win, but based on what the NFL results in. Vikings Falcons. It's the Falcons. There's no fucking way you're picking the Vikings here. I'm going Falcons. Uh, Cardinals Browns. I'm taking the Browns. Browns. I hope they start PJ Walker and it'll be the Browns. I got the Rams over the Packers.
0: I got Rams, too. Um,
1: I'm going to put Kyle down for the Packers there, even though he hasn't told us. I'm just going to make an assumption there. Yep. Uh, Commanders-Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots. This is another one I was extremely torn on. I'm going Commanders here. Uh, Bears-Saints. Another one I was torn on for a little bit, but I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints. Uh, Seahawks-Ravens. I'm going Ravens because they're at home. I'm going to go Seahawks. Uh, Bucks Texans, another one I was torn on, but I'm going Bucks.
0: I will. God damn it, dude.
1: You know, Texans. All right. I guess so. Uh, Colts Panthers. Colts. Colts. No way the Panthers win two in a row. Colts. Yeah, uh, Colts. Giants Raiders. This is. I'm tough. taking the Raiders. I'm taking the Raiders too. They just fired their head coach. I, dude, they're gonna win. They're gonna win by fifty. And the Giants actively suck. Yeah. And Daniel Jones might play, which is I'm going horse. Raiders. Yes. Um
0: Cowboys oh. Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm going
1: Eagles. Uh Bills Bengals. Got to be the Bengals.
0: I'm going Bengals.
1: Yeah, it's got to be the Bengals. Question. I'm
0: going Chargers.
1: Yeah, no Chargers, yeah. What's your question? Odds. On Miami Hamlin dying. Again. Oh, uh Zero. So like plus like plus eight, thousands. Like, okay, I'll take them plus money. <laughs> <laughs> Put a link in on it. Dude, my, my my for you page has been exclusively memes of Damar Hamlin dying, like getting like different videos of like Damar Hamlin walking into the jungle again.
0: Uh, that's uh, terrible. Will Levis is going to have a minute
1: 44
0: to lead a game-winning drive.
1: Oh, boy. Um, all right, so that wraps it up for picks. We'll go into bets. Okay. So, so bets that uh, are being made this week. Um, I'll kick it off with my college bets. You start rattling them off, and then I will... I didn't make many college bets, but I made. Uh, I bet on every single NFL game. Oh, God. Um, so... Kick it off: A and M, Ole Miss, over fifty three and a half. Okay. Notre Dame minus three against Clemson.
0: I also have twenty on that.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I, I, I got twenty on everything. Okay. I know, I know, uh, I know, I know, I know. Missouri versus Georgia. This is ne- this has not worked out for me all season. I'm taking Missouri plus fifteen. And Dude, five. one of these days he's, it's got to. You've been bent against Georgia all year. I think I'm the reason they keep
0: winning. <laughs> give me 10 on Georgia minus the 14.5. Is it 15.5 or 14? 15.5. All right, give it to me.
1: Um, realistically, like if they're going to win by like, 14.5, 15.5, it's going to be that close. It's probably going to be 14, so either way. Um, UW minus three, and, and if I could put more than 20 on I'd put more than 20
0: I on it. put 20 on that as well.
1: Uh, that's, there's, if they don't, if they don't fake his team, uh, that's all I have for college. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, I do have my college football playoff, though. What do you mean? I have my prediction. For, oh. For the four. All right, give it to me. I'll give you mine. It's not in order, but it probably isn't. I'll give you my order. Yeah, it's Ohio State one. Nope, Georgia one. There's no way Georgia would be one. I'm, I'm telling you my together. order right now, okay. Okay? okay? So how
0: about let's let's not be rude, okay, Georgia, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's just yeah. not be rude to each other, right? I have Georgia 1. Okay. Georgia 2. Huh? Georgia 2. I have Georgia 1.
1: Michigan 2. Ohio State 2, my bad. No. Let me take it easy. I'm confused by you.
0: Florida State 2. <clears throat> two undefeated teams. I'm going to give those two 1-2. Then Ohio State 3. And I'm not s- undefeated? No, they're going to beat Michigan and get the 3 spot because they're not undefeated. Ohio
1: State is undefeated.
0: Ohio State 2.
1: Okay.
0: Florida 3. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna give it to Washington four. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, it's fine. I think Washington can beat Georgia.
1: I also think you guys can beat Georgia. <laughs> I think we. Uh, I, I think Pac-12 great. is. Great. It, I'd, I think, I'd love a rematch against Georgia. I think Pac-12
0: is very good. But what do you put on that? That lineup? Up twenty? Fuck it. Who yep.
1: cares? I mean, me and you are not winning any money anytime <laughs> soon. <Mm-mm>.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> 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 What's your
0: lineup? What, what do you uh, got?
1: My four. And I'll go in order, I guess. So I got Michigan one. I and What
0: the? F- who the fuck are you? So it's because no, I No, no,
1: you're such a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Why would we be mean to each other?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Michigan one, though? So it's because I think whoever wins between Michigan and Ohio State will be one. Period. That's uh, fair. And I think Michigan is not built to win a college football playoff, but they're built to beat Ohio State. They're gonna run the ball. Keep going, keep uh, going. Georgia's my two, four states my three, and Oregon's my four. Okay. Uh, so yeah, pretty much same thing. It's just we flipped the whoever wins between whoever wins between Michigan and Ohio State is gonna be, I think, the one seed. But regardless, we have pretty much the same cultural playoff. Uh, Was this probably thirty nine? Thirty nine. To, sorry, i gotta, I got to add this real quick. Uh, okay. Uh, Tim, Put 20. Okay, cool. Uh, that's all I have for college football. NFL. <laughs> I don't have a lot. So we're starting with tonight's game. I took Steelers minus 2.5. Looking good right now. Tim took Titans money line.
0: I'm not looking good right now. Uh,
1: you put 20 on it. Yep. Kyle took Steelers... Minus two and a half, that might be why I win. Has nothing to do with me. Maybe
0: we should, we are
1: with Kyle. We should just listen to Kyle. Yeah, well, I better. don't want to do it though. But fuck I'm not guy. listening to fuck Kyle. That guy. Fuck that guy.
0: Fuck
2: that
1: guy. Uh, next game, Dolphins Chiefs. I'm taking Chiefs minus one and a half.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, Vikings Falcons. I'm taking Falcons minus four and a half. I think the home team is favored in like virtually every game this week except for two. Right, right. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons minus four and a half against Vikings. I'm taking the Cardinals plus eight against the Browns. Again, Browns will win, but the Cardinals will keep it within eight.
0: Oh, I have the, I have the Browns minus eight, 20.
1: Okay. Uh, Rams, Packers. I'm taking Rams plus three. I'm just taking plus three. Okay. Okay. And then you're not touching it. I'm taking Rams plus three. Commanders, Patriots. I'm taking Patriots minus three and a half. Give me 20 of the commanders
0: plus three, dude. Yeah.
1: Plus plus three and a half. Yeah. Uh Bear Saints. I'm taking the Bears plus eight and a half. Okay. Uh, Seahawks yeah. Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Minus six. You can you can go ahead and take plus six if you want. Nope. Okay. Uh Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. give me 20 I mean, on the like, Seahawks plus like, six. you took the Seahawks to win the game. <laughs> so, still, uh, if I'm giving you six points. Um, Bucks, Texans, I'm taking the Bucks plus three because I think they went out right. But I like the points.
0: I'll leave it alone right now. Okay.
1: Colts, Panthers, I'm taking Colts minus two and a half. Leave it alone. Okay. Uh, Giants, Raiders, I'm taking Raiders minus two. Leave it alone. Cowboys, Eagles, I'm taking Eagles minus three. Leave it alone. bills Bengals. I'm taking Bengals minus two. Leave it alone. And it's fake money, so it doesn't count. I'm taking Chargers minus three and a half against the Jets. If we can't beat a fucking Zach Wilson-led Jets team by four points, the season is over.
0: It is. You're right. Uh, I will leave it alone. Okay. Um, Get out of bounds.
1: I got that parlay. Oh
0: my god, dude. This game is getting kind of interesting. Uh okay, can't lose parlay. I'll go first. Go for it. You ready? I know you're ready. For I'm it. ready for it. Go for it. Ohio State money line. Browns money line. Seahawks plus six. Vikings Falcons over thirty-seven and a half.
1: Okay. That's your four.
0: That's my four.
1: Okay. I got a six legger It's all money lines, but they're fair money lines. Okay, okay, okay. Washington money line. Okay, oh god. It's three points. I know. You can add it if you want. I know, I know. know, Uh, know. Notre Dame money line. Falcons money line. Colts money line. Chargers money line. A and M, Ole Miss over. It's my six leg. I respect it. I think minimum three of those teams that i picked to just win lose straight up i respect like it. they're all favored and i think they all lose yeah, uh, yeah that's the problem yeah and we'll wait more potstickers i don't know what she's making but it's i mean it, it smells like ramen to me good. but it, i mean i would imagine it's classier than ramen so i, I think, I think well, we we're planning
0: on some uh potsticker fried rice
1: Ooh! oh even better
0: it's uh, Smelling like she's using ramen type stuff again. Yeah, you know, it smells I mean?
1: it. Smells like ramen. Um, all Are right, we racist? It's all ramen. <laughs> uh, okay, we're gonna do a look, a quick little preview okay. for the okay. season. Quick, okay, quick. I have some bets. Okay, before we get into the records and and playoff stuff, I do have a couple stats ones. All right, rip it off. Number of quarterbacks to finish the season with 30 or more passing touchdowns over under four and a half. Wait, what do you think? Go ahead, keep going. That four or fewer or five or more quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks do you think throw for 30 touchdowns? I'm setting the bar at four and a half. Two. So you're taking the under? Yes. Okay. I also took the under. I put 20 on it. You want 20 on it? Sure. Sure. Kyle's not going to get action, so fuck no, him. No, fuck him. Uh, Quarterbacks with 5,000 passing yards. Oh, uh, what's your over under? Half. One. I'm going to go over. Okay. I took the under. Uh, I don't think it's 5K passing. Okay. Uh, leading rusher. Just person? total yards. Just person? One one one. Which running back finishes the most rushing yards? I took Derrick Henry. Again, twenty on everything. You don't have to have action. You're I know, I know, I it. know, but I want action. I, 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 can get you stats right now if you would like. On, give me start listening. Me
0: running backs. So no, dude, Chris McCaffrey. Give me Chris McCaffrey. I'll take Chris McCaffrey. Okay, give me Christian. Give I think McCaffrey. he's. Le- I do think he's leading. The game yeah, I think right. he is. Uh, uh also, Steelers one, and also, by four.
1: It's my year my week. It's not my year. It's never been
0: seven game winning drives in fourth quarter overtime for Kenny Pickett. Oh, Second I... most overall
1: but He's and... so bad. Don't give him credit for that. No, Don't no, give no, him no. no. Kenny for that.
0: Pickett's it, dude. Kenny Pickett's it, dude. God. All right. Kenny um, Pickett's it.
1: Number of running backs with a thousand yards.
0: What's your over under?
1: Twelve and a half. Let me go under. I also took the under. Last year there were like fifteen. Yeah. Um don't think it happens this year. 20? 10? Uh, t- what are we doing? Yeah, here now, uh, all right. Now, um, before we get into teams that are like those borderline playoff teams, it's really more AFC than anything that I have for these borderline playoff teams. The NFC, I think, is pretty clear cut. Before we get into that, best record, AFC, NFC. Who's your one seed? Eagles. And the NFC? I have the Lions. Like it, good for you. Uh And then AFC. See, this, this is interesting. I'm taking the Dolphins, and I know I have them losing to the Chiefs this week. <laughs> doesn't
0: make a, doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Trust me, it,
1: it plays out. I looked I looked at the schedules. I don't remember the schedules.
0: schedules. Give me a second. I don't Can remember the look schedules. At some standings. And let me do in my brain. Chiefs have a tougher road. Let me do some Tim
1: math in my brain. Do some Tim math.
0: Let me do some Tim math. So we got six and two. We got six and two. Six and two. AFC six AFC. and two. That's what
1: I'm saying. And I have when we talk about teams to make the playoffs, I have a bunch of teams in the AFC, and I don't have any in the NFC because I think the NFC is pretty clear cut for playoff teams.
0: Right I think now. the number one seed in the AFC will end up being the Jacksonville Jaguars. Interesting.
1: They're 6-2. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they are in the AFC South, so they're going to have a lot of easy dubs. It's fair. Easy dubs? All right. Okay. Uh, playoff teams. Again, I really just have... Oh, God. Uh... Like I said, I really. You're just, really doing
0: it to me, aren't you? I really
1: just have AFC teams now. Just just look at the AFC playoff standings again. I, I let's look at the standings right now, really, You're
0: really quick. You're doing okay? it to me this week. You're really doing it to me this week. Okay, though. so
1: look at the NFL standings right now, just playoffs, right? Yeah. When you look at the NFC, right? So Eagles, Lions, Seahawks, Falcons are the confer division winners right now. The Cowboys are right there. I don't think they overtake the Eagles, but I think they're in the playoffs. I don't think you would disagree with that. Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Niners are. The sixth seed right now. I don't think they fall out of the playoffs though, unless things continue to go horrendous. But I, I think they'll make the playoffs. Again. No, you like you think they'll make the playoffs?
0: No, no, they don't. But look at the Rams right there.
1: No, I, I know. I, you I look thought at about, you, you
0: look at the Rams right there, and you look at the Saints and Bucks and the. Falcons. So that's what I'm
1: saying, right? Vikings. Those teams Saints, Saints, are going to fall Rams. off.
0: I think the Rams still have a very you fighting guys, shot.
1: You do, do have a shot because the Vikings are going to fall off. My my th- and the Saints and Bucks and Falcons are all beating each other up for those same spots.
0: The Rams, dude, I'm giving hope over here. I know. I, you can take and make playoffs. Oh no, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do I twenty? On it? Oh, twenty wow. bucks on the Rams to make the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's the one bet I'll make on my team. You get Matthew Stafford in there. Let's make some moves.
1: Oh, you already made that bet earlier. I'll give you another 20 on it. <laughs> <laughs> then you realize you probably made yeah, because that bet You two the season. fucking prayed on my downfall. When was that?
0: Beginning of the season,
1: you both prayed on my downfall. You didn't bet on it. Just Kyle took no for twenty bucks. So actually you didn't bet on it, and I'll give you the twenty now. Let's do it. All right, Rams make playoffs. Yes, put in 20. I'm, not, I'm still not touching it. No juju from my direction at all on that. The rest of the NFC, I think, is, again, pretty clear cut. Uh, again, it's going to come down to Vikings, Saints, Bucks, Rams. I'm not trying to fucking predict between those four who makes it. I don't think it's the Vikings, so I think it's between you, Saints, and Bucks. But we'll go to AFC because the AFC is so wide open right now. You have the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Jags, and the Ravens all at 6-2. and two. Those are your four division winners. They're all 6-2. and two. When you look at the standings, right, there's like four tiebreakers in the entire NFC. Every single fucking team in the AFC has you a You mean 20 breaker. bucks on the Jets to make the playoffs? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it starts with Jets to make playoffs. I have that as a no. Tim has that as a yes for 20 bucks. Uh, what so, team do you want to do next? We can start with Steelers because they won tonight.
0: Oh, Steelers are making playoffs.
1: Yes. So I have that as a no. That's your playoffs, Tim. I imagine, because do you like the Bills are in, right? Yep. So that's your three teams: is is the Steelers, the Bills, and the Jets.
0: Uh, unfortunately, I think I am leaving you out. I apologize. You're also
1: leaving the Bengals out.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! We didn't get into division leaders.
1: So you think, okay, so Ravens, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, you would have two of those three teams in.
0: Yes. Ravens out.
1: That'd be wild.
0: And have I been wrong before? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've proven you're wrong before. You you have. So, Ravens to make playoffs. So, here's my here's my AFC playoffs. I'll just give it to you right now. Okay? And then you put 20 bucks on whatever one I'm, you, I'm you want to put.
1: I'm going to put the Ravens. You're putting no on $20. And I my
0: number one AFC. seed is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. Yeah. Number two seed is going to be the Chiefs. Three seed is going to be the Dolphins. Four seed is going to be the Bengals. Five? Bills. Six? Jets or uh, Steelers? I hate to leave you out, my boy. I hate to leave you out. But you make too many mistakes. Go Steelers. Seven Jets. will be the Jets. So
1: Steelers six, Jets seven, Aaron Rodgers back. Got to got to play, who's your two seed? The Chiefs? They got to play the Chiefs in the wild card? Yeah. Tough game. Yeah, Tough but game. it's going to be electric. It will be electric. Uh, my playoffs. That's so I have, um, for the AFC, I have Dolphins as my one seed. My two seed to be the Chiefs. My three seed. Would be the Ravens. My f- four seed. Eh. No. My three seed would be the... No, no, no. My three seed to be the Jags. My four seed would be the Ravens. That's exactly what this is. No, oh, you just flip-flopped one, two. Okay, go ahead. Keep um, going. My five... Okay. Is going to be the Bengals. Okay. My six... Is going to need the Bills. Okay. I was going to say, how are you going to leave them out? My seven is the Chargers. Okay. That means we win like 10 games.
0: Yeah. Also, you'd have to play uh, the in the first round, your three seed, which Well, would... no, we'd we
1: play the two seed. Because we're the seven I seed. thought there was two buys. No, it's one buy and the other six teams play.
0: Oh, okay. So you'd have to play the, uh, the good old Chiefs.
1: That's not a deal for you. No. No. <laughs> I'd like to make the playoffs, though. <laughs> uh, all right, that's our... No,
0: no. At the end of the day, do you? Because if you make playoffs, you keep your coach.
1: You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe not. Anyway. Probably, probably will. Those are our playoff predictions, though. That's our end of season predictions. We got we got some new predictions. Kyle is not here. I'm sure he won't listen, and I'm sure he won't make any bets. And
0: he's he still not send gonna send us care. his fix.
1: Nope. We're not going to send us Candle's parlay, I imagine.
0: Nope.
1: That's fine with me. Yeah. I'm going to remind him. Nope. Uh, I do too much reminding around here. Mostly for Kyle, but well, uh, no, plenty for me too. Uh, but I never listen. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, all right, that wraps up for football talk. Uh, we'll jump into uh, you know, not got fantasy boom and bust. I imagine. I know. Yeah. So I we just go straight into boom and bust. I heard two and two. Do you want to do out Lax and Outlandish? I, mean, we may I don't or have or... Atlanta Yeah, my locks are Washington and the Falcons. My Atlanta is Mississippi <clears throat> line against Georgia. But... My
0: locks are going to be uh, Washington minus three, and then the Vikings-Falcons uh, over the 37 and a half. That's, Yeah, it's
1: low. Yeah, you know, I it. think Yeah, Josh Dobbs averaged over 20 points. Uh, Raffle, my apologies. We missed a bunch of your shit. Uh, Star George Pickens got you minus point ten point one. Sounds about right. Uh, Roffle thinks it's either Eagles-Niners for the one seed, and I would say
0: yeah.
1: on paper, sure, but also schedule-wise, you have a very difficult schedule. The Niners have a very difficult schedule and are struggling hardcore. The Lions are hot and playing the NFC North.
0: <laughs> They're playing some of the worst teams ever.
1: Um, and then, yeah, I still got your bet down for the Jets to not win the AFC East. Yeah, yeah 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 we'll be taking two shots we can probably just take that next week raffle uh, honestly um, we're we'll get into boom and bust I do not know Tim's totals I have three and one for this week for boom and bust um, yeah uh, Raffle I mean you you let us know like if we can call that better early I feel like and if you want to make any others let me know I got you I got you in the uh, I got you in the spreadsheet. I got you and Chad in the spreadsheet. Just make him make whatever bets you want. You want to bet? You want to take the Eagles to win the NFC? I'll, I'll put you down. You just let me know. Let's see. All right. Yeah, we're just waiting for Tim to get back, uh, and we'll go ahead and knock out our boom and bust. And then we should be done for the night. Uh, and then next week uh, we'll be coming at you guys with a uh, regular episode, most likely. Um, there's no baseball to talk about, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll be doing uh, football recaps, uh, maybe checking in on some basketball a little bit more. Like I said, college basketball season starts on Monday. Um, I'm very excited for that, and so we'll see if there's any big games there. There's not really any big games until the week after, but we'll go from there. Uh, oh, you yeah, know, Ralph, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let it ride. But... It's it, it is over, <laughs> but we'll let it ride. Um, I told Rafa we could we could call the Jets not winning the AFC East bet now. Yeah, no. And when Kyle gets back next week, we could just each take two shots of Jameson. But oh, yeah. that was Jameson.
0: Back. I'll take a shot of anything else other than Jameson. Yeah. Either way, all right. I got three. If your if your price is Jameson, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I got I got three and one.
1: Boom bust. Uh, yeah, tune two. Uh, you go ahead and get started then. My first boom is going to be Giants Scouts, is the New York Football Giants Scouts, because they went and got themselves Tommy DeVito, who is the most New York Italian football player I've ever seen in my life. And that man went out and scored the only touchdown in the game last week.
0: No, see Rafa, it won't work because
1: Cal's bitch. Yeah, he just won't do it. Uh, unfortunately. Um. But, Giant Scouts are my, uh, my, my boom, because they went out and got the most perfect third-string quarterback for any franchise. He fits the mold of being a New York quarterback. He's from Jersey. He's Italian. He wears tank tops and chains. Last name DeVito. There's not a better fit anywhere in the league. I can not agree more. Big Boom Giant Scouts. First boom. Absolutely. Also,
0: uh Califroy followed us fourteen minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Apologize. Uh thank you so much. Uh my first boom is gonna be Corey Seeger. Yeah. <laughs> um other than just being like an absolute fucking stud. Um give me a second. Uh Seager won the World Series MVP. If you guys didn't know. He also won the MVP of the 2020 World Series uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He is just the fourth player to win multiple World Series MVP trophies since the award first gave out in 1955, joining Sandy Koufax, fellow Dodger, right on, Bob Gibson, and Reggie Jackson. He is just the second player to win the award for two different teams, Along with Jackson, uh, with the Athletics and the Yankees, and he's also the first ever player to ever do it for the AL and the NL. Um, so, just a huge booming to you, Corey Seager. Uh, you 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 are missed. <laughs> oh yeah. Wish you, Wish we had you on the Dodgers. Wish we would have paid you some money. Uh, but glad that Chad gets to uh, enjoy your greatness. Uh, you are one of the best in the league and uh, yeah man good for you
1: absolutely my second boom is going to be Max Scherzer whoa because he got traded halfway through the season showed up played eight games for the Rangers had a 3.2 ERA regular season before he uh, had to go on the IL with an injury came back from that injury and played like shit In the playoffs, and then got put back on the IL. Got a ring, baby. Put back on the IL. Didn't even finish the series. Still gets a ring. He started the season on the Mets. Started the season on the Mets, who I thought were going to have a great season, and they sucked. And he signed there to be an ace for the New York Mets. A ring, alongside Verlander. And then got traded at the trade deadline, and gets a ring anyways. And he didn't have to really contribute in the playoffs. That's the dream. He he did nothing. That's the dream. He did nothing. Uh, He's just riding how good he was for a while and, like, did good in the regular season and then just, you know, didn't have to do anything else. Sometimes your name speaks volumes. It does. Having two different colored eyes also helps. Uh, So, I mean, that's a boom. Uh, So, yeah, just boom for Max Scherzer. Uh, What's your second boom? Uh, Restaurants taking care of problems. Oh yeah, Raffle. When we're done when Tim and I are done with our booms, you can give us your boom.
0: Oh. I can't wait to hear it. Um my second boom. Okay, restaurants. What is your least favorite thing about going to a restaurant? Least favorite thing. Yeah, least favorite thing. Okay, so people. Okay. Expound
1: on Like other people? Like not not the staff, like other No, no, no. Staff's
0: usually yeah. Expound on the uh, patrons part, like talking,
1: like be you on know, like being obnoxious, like being loud, like fucking not acting like you're the only people there.
0: Yeah, dude, everybody hates when everybody else is loud, right? Yeah. So, a restaurant in Georgia. Let me get the town, Blue Ridge, Georgia.
1: That that sounds like I
0: Georgia. will not give the restaurant name. Uh, I. You know, don't want to give them the negative clout. I should give them clout, right? Maybe this is my boom. No such thing as yeah. Um uh, the menu at Tacoa Riverside Restaurant. Tacoa. Cool. They are now charging customers fifty dollars for the unable to parent fee for oh, rowdy yes. kids.
1: Oh yes
0: so if you go to the fucking applebee's you know what i mean in takua georgia which i bet this is like that's the same thing right yeah you're getting paid 50 dollars if you can't wrangle in your kids and i cannot fucking support that enough don't
1: bring your kids to restaurants if they can't fucking behave themselves. just, just sit there the number of times I've wanted to trip a seven year old because they're Remember, running around. Oh, were
0: you there? Were you there uh, when me, Ryan, and Alec were
1: you there? I don't think
0: so. Oh, me and me and Ryan and Alec went to a uh, brewery in Sparks. Yeah, no, I wasn't there. To watch some. Oh, it was it was for a Battlehawks game. Oh, sick! <laughs> and so we went there, watched a Battlehawks game, and this family came in. They obviously didn't give a shit about the Battlehawks game. Bravo. Not a big deal. I don't care. You know, like the kids were just fucking loud and annoying. And then one of the kids tripped, fell on her face, and she was crying. And I, me and, Al, me and Alec, were just like, "Boom, <laughs> boom, yeah, fuck that kid." Yes. But at the end of the day, like when you're sitting there at a restaurant, especially when you're trying to have like a, just like an intimate night with whoever you're having. Even if it was just me and Logan going out to dinner. Yeah. Like, we don't want to fucking hear that shit. No. You know what I mean?
1: Anytime, like... I don't understand it. Like, you shouldn't be a parent. Uh, You shouldn't be a parent. If you're going to let your kids run around... Also, also, like, what
0: makes you think it's okay, as parents, to bring your kids who... Like, you know
1: are not going to be yeah. Good, good kids. Yeah, they can't control themselves. Right. And that's okay. Like I get kids like, go through shit. There's a lot of also they may be diagnosed. There's a lot of not, there's no, a lot of shit. Not that goes even into that. Kids. Like ninety
0: percent of kids are just gonna like off the walls. Off the walls. Ninety nine percent of kids aren't gonna just sit there like and just be good kids. Yeah. And like I'm not talking about like the ten percent who like keep talking. You know, I'm talking about the fucking like percent that just go off the walls and cause yeah, fucking They're running fraud. around,
1: they're screaming. Right. But, you know, like... And, the, and, and then the you have those two parents that are just
0: sitting there ignoring it. Ignoring it. Like, I hope that kid fucking hits a fucking knife that's stuck out of a wall. Like, into an arm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with I'm, you on that. I want a little deep. Yeah, go deep. Just, you know, <laughs> Nothing <laughs> vital. But... <laughs> Either way, big bust of those families. Give me the uh,
1: Big boom into those restaurants. Let's let's take back
0: the restaurants.
1: That, that should just be a standard. Yeah, it should. That should just be a standard. Uh, all right, my third and final boom, and then Rafa will get yours. Uh, you can go ahead and throw it in the chat right now. Uh, my third and final boom is going to be the Legend Golf and Safari Resort. Wait uh, no. Your booms, let's get... Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, let's go. It's going to take a second from typing type it out and everything, too. Uh Legend golf and Safari Resort, uh close to the Zimbabwe border, uh in Africa. In 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 the uh in the corner of South Africa close to Zimbabwe. Uh I don't know if you ever heard of this course. But have you? No. Okay. It was a course <laughs> where what have you what, what what would you have done if I did? If I was like, Oh yeah, this is the course. I would not have been surprised. <laughs> but I'd like to educate the audience. <laughs> uh it's a uh, it's a course that every hole was designed by a different famous golfer. Uh, all 18. I feel like it's not new. And it's on the middle of a safari, home to Africa's Big Five. That is new. So there's lions, there's zebras, there's hippos, there's crocodiles. Just on the <laughs> course. Okay? There is an extreme 19th. That is only... Ex- oh. Is Are you talking about the course that drops down, like, 250-something yep. feet? You have to get to the tee box by helicopter. Helicopter! Yeah. Yep, to, I've heard of get it. Get to the tee box by helicopter. It's a 395-yard par 3. But the tee box is, uh, let me get the exact number here, 470 yards off the ground. I've heard of it. I've also seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's electric and, uh, you, you, the price to get up there to tee off for it, uh, I think is like 260 bucks, like Ferger before. It's not bad. And you get like between five and seven shots off the tee. Just keep hitting them. Just keep hitting them. Each person. And the average hang time. On the ball is twenty-two seconds. <laughs> Each tee shot takes a third of a minute just to hit the ground, and the fairway is on a downward slope. Well, it's part three, so you don't look at the fairway. No, no, no. it's st- the fairway starts about 260 yeah, yards. Yeah, but in. you should never think about the fair. Well, no, you shouldn't, but I would not even hit it that far. So, like, you know, <laughs> like give me a 260. No, you could. You I absolutely could. could. It would go way left. I I don't align. No, no,
0: like yeah, but I'm saying if you hit it straight, I don't even think like
1: either way. I don't think you need a driver. No. But 260 and then it's a it's a pretty good slope. It'll roll forever to get you up there. However, uh the uh, actual like stats on the hole uh trying to find the uh numbers on par uh so of the so the first birdie the hole opened in like 2008 first birdie was in January 2010 uh on the whole uh by 2014 December 2014 so four whole years later uh there had been 12 more birdies. Of the two thousand eight hundred and eleven total scores, accurate scores submitted uh, during that period, um, one hundred and eighteen made par, three hundred and thirty-eight got a bogey, and about forty six percent of players finished in double figures on a par three. I don't I don't blame 'em. How didn't toll. Is it's nineteen, yeah. You got a helicopter up there. Also, you're drinking beer right or oh, around. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. You know. Uh, it's a whole played by a lot of famous golfers, uh, as well as a lot of just celebrities. Uh, historically, Morgan Freeman was up there with uh, Clint Eastwood and Matt Damon. <coughs> and got the call for uh, getting nominated for Golden Globes on call the of 19th. a threesome. On the 19th. Not uh, Not bad. Not bad. Uh, just so that's a legendary course. You get to play in the middle of a safari, there's just fucking, lions. there's like electric fences to keep lions and shit around, but occasionally like Impala's will jump over. That's fine. It's an impala, dude. Who cares? It's not a lion. But like, you're on a if course. If you lose your ball, you're, it's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. You, we're <laughs> it's not, we're gone. not messing around. Like, <laughs> not going to get that ball. No. But, imagine that, dude. You're surrounded by lions, and zebras, and hippos, and crocs. Dude, that's a great time. And you're safe. Then you get to helicopter up, up at 260 bucks, And the course itself, uh, let me see, what is it called, RANDS? Uh, so $263 for a group of four to play the Extreme 19th, $52 to play the course. It's not that bad. That is nothing. That's nothing. You might have to pay thousands to get to South what Africa. What country is it in? South Africa.
0: It's like an average hotel rate, not in South Africa. I know it's a plane ticket, I don't Is that a resort? Yeah, it's its own resort. Well then gimme give me give
1: me, give me resort things at that. Uh Legend golf and Safari Resort. Uh Trying to find some fucking. Uh... <laughs> Let's get some green dates in here, huh? Let's go. It's right there. For one room, two adults. That seems like a. It's like. F... it Says four ninety three. I'm trying to see if that's per night or for. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's like four ninety three, four forty four a night. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. On a resort. It's not bad. in South Africa.
0: South Africa is very racist, though.
1: You don't have to worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My first bust. No, no, Uh, Raffles. First boom is A.J. Brown. Uh, Six games, over 125 yards, breaking Calvin Johnson's record. Uh, And he's... Yeah, I assume he also will go over 125 again against Dallas. I would assume so. He seems unfucking stoppable And, yeah, Dallas does play a lot of man best stats against man I'm sure uh, Trayvon Diggs can't cover him whoever the number two is I don't even know can't cover him uh, so yeah I, w- I would absolutely agree with you on that and yeah A- AJ Brown going s- five straight games or six straight games about to be seven potentially over 125 yards is absurd is absolutely fucking ridiculous
0: you know what's more absurd than that and uh, Raffle absolutely absurd he's not going to get close to cooper cup's record for what? Mm. For what? What like like
1: what specifically are you talking about? Oh, the triple crown. Mm-hmm. Oh, for triple crown, okay. I I was just curious. We I didn't know. We, we were talking about we were talking about games over 125 yards. I didn't know what record. Eddie
0: Brown's play. amazing, Ruffle.
1: He's not going to win a triple crown. I agree with you.
0: He's on pace to break Jerry Rice's record for yardage okay and that's amazing and can't wait to celebrate that but
1: you know not gonna break Cooper Cups. he's not he's not even gonna win triple crown he's not gonna get the receptions but sorry I'm trying to find the, the many yards he has total on season it's just taking a second to look uh
0: how about you look up? He doesn't
1: he's so he's on pace to break Jerry Rice's record for yards. He doesn't even have as many yards as Tyree Kill. The same number of games.
0: Tyreek Hill might beat him. How Tyree Kill has
1: like seventy more yards.
0: What's the triple crown? Yards, receptions, touchdowns? Yes. And Cooper Cup owns
1: all of them. Yeah, and Tyree Kill has three more touchdowns. One more catch. So, I mean, yeah, triple crown, aiming even triple crown aside, he doesn't even have as many yards to Tyreek kill. It's great. I'm not trying to take anything away from A.J. Brown.
0: Let me make sure I'm doing this right. Cooper Cup does have the triple crown.
1: Yeah, you got it uh, last year. Yes.
0: Look, look it up. Let me make sure. Because, like, I feel like I'm almost talking on my ass. He's not getting triple crown. Offense is too spread out. I understand that, Raffle. Doing it on my own. Thing, Adrian Brown is still an absolute fucking stud. I don't, I didn't enjoy what he did against the Rams. Don't get me wrong, I not. Adrian Brown is a stud.
1: Not last year, two years
0: ago. Two years ago, Cooper Cup set the record though for the triple crown. Overall. Well, he was
1: the f- what, like he was the first one to get to get the triple crown.
0: Well, to like
1: like yes, yeah, he had sixteen touchdowns, uh-huh. nineteen hundred yards, and one hundred and forty-five catches. It's just disgusting. One hundred forty-five catches is in itself in the modern NFL. Stupid. <laughs> um,
0: Raffle, <clears throat> absolutely. Big boom to AJ Brown overall. Yes. Uh, Guy's an absolute animal. Uh, I don't, like, obviously, me as a ranch fan, already faced him. Don't want to do it again nope. because uh, he was open a lot, and I hated it. Uh, obviously, I think the Tish push got a lot into that. But that was a conversation two weeks ago, which you did not want to fucking hang out with me for. So, fuck you, Raffle. Uh, My first bust is going to be DoorDash.
1: Interesting. Oh, I think I know why.
0: DoorDash is now warning customers that uh, when you order food, you might get it cold if you don't tip.
1: Um, Huge bust to DoorDash. That's That's it. Two weeks ago, Raffle. To when the Eagles played the...
0: I was here last week. What do you mean? No, it was two weeks ago when the fucking Rams Rams played the Eagles. And you did not fucking show up, dude. Was that two weeks ago? Like three weeks ago.
1: Yeah. It was week. Yeah, five. Yeah. So yeah, a
0: few weeks ago, Raffle. And you weren't here, and you T- know Tim why? Didn't do a whole thing about it was push. because Thursday you guys played the whatever on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, no, it wasn't your bad. Don't worry, Raffle. I gave you Things a pass good. because the Eagles are playing on Thursday night. Like that, that was the whole thing. Don't don't worry, Raffle. I'm not mad at you. I was just you know looking to give you some shit because you beat my team. And yeah,
1: he, he wanna... talked a lot of shit about Touch Push. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, the uh, yeah, DoorDash though uh, is a bust. Like, I understand the whole thing about tipping and everything, but tipping has gotten very out of hand in this country. Uh, like, you got a tip for anybody doing anything. It's ridiculous because people don't get paid living wage, and is yeah. Waste.
0: But other countries are starting to adopt
1: it. The tipping thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, like, European countries? Yes. Ooh, that's a bad look.
0: Well, okay. European countries, I say, as England and... Yeah, it's European. Scotland.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're not part of you but... I don't think they, like, expect you to tip, but they almost, like, expect you to tip. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I know in, like, a lot of other countries, um... Like, like, even like Australian stuff, it's like if you try to tip, they're like, why are you trying to give me extra As money? As you should be, Raffle. Like, why are you trying to give me extra money? Like, I get paid enough. This is just my job. Whereas here, it's like, I don't get paid enough by the company that actually employs me, so you need to pay me money. It's like, that's not my job. Like, I came here to pay for a meal. You know, like, it's not my job to pay you a fair wage. Uh, so I agree with it. And uh, yeah, same thing with DoorDash, where it's like, oh, if you don't tip them, they might like spit in your food. Can't we can't control that? Like, yes, you can. Fire them. Yeah. Let them not deliver food. When we worked, at, when I worked at Starbucks, you still work at Starbucks. You could help someone and be the absolute best possible customer service you could be, and they could not tip you. You can't just spit in their fucking drink. You can't just dump it out in front of them like it. People don't have to tip you. Yet the industry you're in, you got a job where you are reliant on tips. You cannot then be mad when people don't tip. Like, I guess you can, but you could also just get a different job. Yeah. It's not their fault. There the, are, pe- the people, the people, people who that are, are ordering DoorDash are already paying extra for the food, for delivery fees. I'm not also going to tip you like five bucks. Also, like I always tip, but like not a lot. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'll tip like two bucks. And I'm like, if I don't want to, but I'll give you two bucks. And I'm sure for them, they're like, Oh, two bucks, okay, I guess. And I'm like, yeah, I just paid seven dollars extra for the food I ordered. If I then if I would have just gotten it myself, and I paid three bucks to have it delivered, and I paid taxes on it, and now I'm paying you an extra two dollars. Like I paid an extra like fifteen dollars for one fucking meal because I just didn't want to get it myself. I'm not gonna pay an extra twenty. Like, am I gonna pay add an extra five on that and make it twenty bucks?
0: It was really just. The driver that I was, I yeah. was paying? Yeah, if I'm not
1: paying the company extra, and the, it's just the company because the business gets the regular cut, but I'm paying DoorDash. I'm paying your employer, DoorDash. Ask them for more money. Done. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. uh, what is your first last? and only yeah. bust? Well, Raffles busts himself because he forgot his bust. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but my first and only bust is going to be Shador Sanders. Who? Not Shiloh, who got ejected on a bullshit targeting call. Not Dion Sanders. It was, it was, it was,
0: I don't know it, was, it was bullshit. It was soft. It was somewhat soft, but especially for college, it wasn't Why soft, no, I don't think. <laughs> Man,
1: mm. let me, let me. <clears throat> Give him CTE earlier. Uh, <laughs> Shadour is my bust, though. Not because of himself, but because of Dion Sanders, who after their loss to UCLA was asked about the offensive line because Shadour just was under pressure the entire game. And Deion Sanders said, You got to look at the big picture. The big picture, you go get new offensive linemen. They still have like three games left in the season. I imagine he just made his life, the life of his son starting at quarterback, a lot harder for the rest of the season. Why would I want to continue to perform at a high level? When I have three games left in my college career for a coach that just said, these guys suck and I need better guys. It could motivate guys. It could also make guys go, go fuck yourself. I'll show you what not blocking looks like. And I'm going to get your son killed.
0: I feel like they've already shown what not
1: blocking looks like. But they were trying. They could not try.
0: It'd be a bad.
1: League. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, like I, like I'm like, listen, is this, Dion, is this Shador's
0: last season of No, no, he's gonna
1: come back next year. Oh, this okay. Because the quarterback class is too good this year, so Dion's not gonna let him enter the draft and not get drafted. He's gonna wait till next year when the class isn't as good and Shador will look better. And then when Shador's gone, he'll go to Miami. Makes sense. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. He'll never coach in the NFL. 'Cause his style just wouldn't work. Like he molds the minds of young men. He doesn't coach grown men. And that's fair. Like the NFL is different than college. And they're great college coaches, they're great NFL coaches. It's why the crossover almost never works. Um, like yeah, it's just a fact. So good for him, but he's gonna go to like Miami and be able to recruit in Florida and be great and that's fantastic. And his son won't be there, but like he'll get a bunch of guys transferred from Colorado to Miami. That won't be a hard ask on guys uh so you want to play in boulder or south beach you know it's pretty easy for a bunch of 19 year olds to make that decision uh either way though you as a head coach you can't say shit like that <laughs> you, like it's it, it's along the lines of like the i'm bringing my luggage and it's louie and you can't handle it leave and i was kind of against that comment when it when it happened and I, it grew on me and I was like, you know what? I mean, I guess like it's, it's going it to, it's, kind, gonna, of, it's gonna it, teach it is kind of a baller. ass. It is a baller line regardless, <laughs> but it also is a very level setting. Like I'm bringing guys that are really good. If you don't think you're as good, leave. Cause you're not going to be, if you don't think it, you're not going to be. It's kind of the same kind of thinking, but it's also like, you don't have options right now. You are stuck with this group and you're just telling this group they're not good. And it could motivate some guys, and it could also just make guys go, I was never going to make it in the league anyways. I'm just getting a full-ride scholarship. And there's three games left in the season. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm not blocking for your dumb son <laughs> like, yeah. that's going to come back next year anyways because he can't actually make it in the NFL this year. He'd be a sixth-round pick this year. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, so it could work, could backfire. Who knows? Uh, I just wouldn't think that it's, uh, it's going to really work. Uh, yeah. Roffle does have a second boom uh, Eagles second Christmas album goes up for pre-order tomorrow Profits go to charity it is expensive but it's super fun I agree it's great the O-line started it Jason Kelsey amazing guy yeah the O-line started it uh, and then they got way more guys in on it this year uh, and it's great man it's a Christmas album it's for charity what's there not to
0: look right, hey, boom to the Eagles uh, Christmas album if, yeah. if you haven't bought it yet uh, buy it now my uh, second, second and final bust is going to be James Harden. Yes, uh, he's a crybaby bitch. Yes, uh, he's he's been public enemy number one on this podcast for a long time, um, and he's just he's just punk ass rat who uh, is never going to win a ring, win a ring, and get what he wants. Um, he wants a team. With Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and LeBron James, who listen to him.
1: He got two of those three.
0: No, but no. But they, they, that listen to him. You when know I what I mean? Know. He wants he wants the entire team to listen to him and have those stars. And he's never going to get it. And uh, he's probably going to request a trade from the Clippers um, in Any the game. next offseason. So, you know, yeah. fuck
1: this guy. And they get bounced in the first round. they yep. like, this isn't what I asked for when he exclusively asked to be traded to the Clippers. Uh, Yeah, no, he was going to be my bust, and we talked... Or not my bust, but, like, his quote today in Raffle brought up that it was brought out of context, and I really don't care what the context was. Uh, He was asked about playing in Philly, and he said, I'm not a system player, I am the system. (laughs) Honestly, big booming. (laughs) (laughs) If that's the system, it's a system of losing, and I don't think it works. It does not work. <laughs> you it can be the system. Work. You know who else is the system? Like Jordan Poole in Washington. That's not gonna work. But he's the system. Like yeah, yeah. yeah you can be your own system, dude. That doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean just because you're good doesn't mean that you command everything at all times. Like there's plenty of LeBron
0: players. James is the system. Yes. Steph Curry is the yeah, system. There's very that is Giannis insane. is the system. Jokic. Jason Tatum is e-
1: even I wouldn't put Jason Tatum in that. Yeah, but you but could. I put I'd put uh, uh, Luka, Jokic. Jokic. They're the, the system. system. You run everything off them. Jason's amazing, but that team does, and we go as Jason goes usually. But that team still performs if Jason doesn't. You a lot of times. So it's like yeah, it's not like oh we go as Jason goes.
0: It just worked out. Let him go.
1: Yeah, no, I get it.
0: I really liked James while he was here. It just worked out. Let him go. Don't, Rafa, we're just, you Dude, know.
1: Fuck James Harden. He's probably going to be number one on TTS. Yeah, I fucking one. hate this guy. Uh, and number two, uh, I I don't care if I had a guy on my team that I liked while he was there. If he starts beefing with the fucking, yeah, fuck yeah, Rafa. Fuck James <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. if he's beefing with my GM. I got beef with him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my GM's going to be here. He's not. So I'm going to rock with Uh, him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to wish Harden the best of luck. I'm not going to wish the Clippers the best of luck. Uh, You know what you did. You traded for a guy that's not going to make a difference, not going to make an impact. Like, he'll make an impact, and they will win more games probably, but it's not going to make a deep run. They're not going to be a title contender. Like, it doesn't change the the foundation of that team. It probably comes with more, you know, uh, valleys than peaks. It's going to be a lot of bumps in the road. Whatever metaphor you want to use, it's not going to be pretty. Because it's James Harden. That's all I got. Uh, All right, guys. That wraps it up for episode 155. We'll be back at it next week again on Thursday. Kyle should be back, hopefully. Um, We'll be going over a lot more NFL. uh, Hopefully a better week of games. Um, Definitely be going into uh, uh, some more college football (laughs) stuff, I guess. I don't know. It's really just football.
0: It's football right now, guys.
1: We'll catch you guys next week.
0: Peace out.